Coffee with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. Brought to you by J. Michael. Good morning, Sandy. How are you? Good morning, Erin. How you doing? Oh, you know, fabulous on this Wednesday, almost the end of hurricane season, which is great. Yes, why not? All right. So happy hump day Wednesday. Got some news for you this morning. Mm-hmm. We'll start off with a CMR exclusive. You will only hear it here on okay. 106 this morning. So um, Mr. Daniel Greaves, who was the interim uh, director at prison, prison services, mm-hmm. and he's been acting in this position since 2017, has formally been given the position, but no announcement has yet been made. So okay. we're going to preempt that announcement for you. There you go. Since 2017 uh, and it hasn't formally <laughs> Okay. He's just gotten the job after all these years. That's a a long hiring process. It's uh, sometimes it's unbelievable how long they have someone acting in a post. Um, Pretty much they give them while they're acting, they're getting the experience they need for the job, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, then. Well, congratulations to Mr. Um, Greaves. Mm -hmm. All right. So the earth is shaking again. Did you feel it? What? <laughs> Probably not. Um, so there was an earthquake again last night in Jamaica. It was actually felt in both Jamaica and Barbados, which is kind okay. of interesting. Uh, yeah, so reports are that a 5.1 magnitude earthquake um, was felt yesterday morning. Uh, and then they also felt, a f- that was in Barbados, and they also felt a 4.2 magnitude earthquake felt in Jamaica later on in the afternoon. All right. So, mm-hmm. so we'll keep an eye on that uh, situation. Uh, earthquakes are relatively infrequent in Barbados with an average of about 13 tremors greater than 2.5 on an annual basis. This is according to the U- University of the West Indies Seismic Research Center. So, mm, you know, I say the earth is always shaking. Everyone's once in a while, I'll get like in bed and I'll feel, I'm like, is this a little earthquake or is that just my mind? Yeah, I mean, you know, you felt that? Um, I don't normally feel them to be honest. I don't know why that is. Like, it has to be pretty big, yeah, for me to feel it. I'm sure you felt January 2020s. Oh my gosh, yes, (laughs) I think everybody did. I was like, woo, all right. Um, so the RCIPS is asking for the public's assistance in locating Mr. Roland Welcome. They say that he is wanted in relation to multiple offenses. Um, including burglary in the East End area. So he's described as being a brown complexion, short, uh, dark hair and brown eyes. And he also has a tattoo on his left hand and scars on his neck. He's encouraged to turn himself in. So Mr. Welcome, if you're listening to KISS 106, you you might be this morning enjoying the Kissmas music. (laughs) You might like it. We don't know. Yeah, you never know. Not here to judge. Um, Exactly. Uh, Please, by all means, um, contact 911 and turn yourself in. They would love to hear from you. Sure. Okay. Um, And finally, the um, opening of Parliament budget address is set for December the 8th. So uh, it looks like they finally have a budget and it will be the official state opening of the 2023-2024 session of Parliament, which will be Friday, December the 8th at 10 a.m. So they're going to have the throne speech by Her Excellency the Governor, Jane Owen, as well as the budget address by the Premier and Minister of Finance, Education, District Administration, and Lands, the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Connolly. So I right. look forward to that. That'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if she's going to get her $50 million Brack school. Wow. I'm mm-hmm. sure that you will be there and covering it all. I'll definitely be keeping you all updated. Yeah. All right. Have a wonderful day. 
You too. See you tomorrow, Sandy. All right, Aaron. Bye-bye. All right, folks. Buenos dias. I got my mackerel in my plate. Honey, chow. Where are we at this morning? Let me see here now. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're still in our backup YouTube channel. Those people still got me blocked in the regular YouTube channel. Talking foolishness. But um, we got about a minute and a half. So let me just grab my link, sit back, and enjoy this beloved Isle Cayman. Better, better, bolder, bolder. The cold hard truth is taking talk to the next level. Right here on Bobo 89.1 FM, Cayman's Community Radio. We are still spilling the tea and committed to being part of the change that Cayman so desperately needs. Join Sandy Hill weekdays from 7.30 a.m. for Premier Access, Cayman Voices, Truthful Thursdays, and much more. Cayman's number one talk show is now bigger, bigger, better, better, bolder, bolder, and more than talk. Getting results with hot topics, consumer reports, court exposés, and more. I've come to set the record I've come to shine the light on you Let me introduce myself I am the cold heart truth Now, from the CMR studio in Grand Cayman Live, direct It's the cold hard truth Now, now Join the conversation on 345 936 2626. That number again is 345 936 2626. Good morning, good morning, Cayman. Rise and shine. Y'all need to get up this morning. We got some stuff to talk about. Yes, honey, child. Rise and shine. Roll out of bed. Jump out of bed. I don't care how you get out of bed. Thump out of bed. I don't know. Do a backflip out of bed because we got a lot to talk about this morning. Where is everybody? Y'all hiding out this morning? Oh, my gosh. That's because we're on the backup channel and y'all are still confused on YouTube. 
So, um, yes, make sure you follow and like both channels because I don't know what's going on with YouTube, but they claim we did provided medical misinformation on Friday. I'm like, we didn't even talk about medicine on Friday. So we've appealed it. They take forever to figure out that their artificial intelligence is actually wrong. Um, okay, honey, chill. So... Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know. Um, so anyway, yes, good morning to one and good morning to all. Um, share share the link. Let me send it out to everybody on my WhatsApp groups as well. I've already sent it to the Washington Boulevard group, the Windsor Park group. Good morning, good morning to all of you beautiful people. Yes. And um, let me send it to the CMR news group. Somebody last week, I feel like, asked me to listen. If you asked to be added to the news group and I haven't, that means I saw your message, probably responded, and then it slipped my mind. So do remind me if you want to be added to the group. I just need your name. Send your full name because I need to save you my contacts in order to add you to a group list. It's actually a notification list. And then on top of that, you have to... Um, save that number as well because you know it's like a security feature so um whatsapp is not going to deliver the messages if you don't have that number saved so make sure you save the number as well and i think everybody in cayman has my number so i don't mind sharing it honey channel i don't be like these politicians be dodging your calls 324-1612 is um technically that's my private number but it's also the best number um to often reach me on but we got a show number now, 936-2626 as well. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm sending that to everybody. Welcome, welcome. Uh, happy hump day. So I woke up this morning, um, actually from yesterday, thinking that I needed to address something in one hour's time. Y'all will hear exactly what it is. Um, we're not going to get into it too early because I need to make a phone call first. And we're not trying to tip people off because I realize what they be doing, honey, chill. They be listening to the cold hard truth. And then, uh, yeah, and then they'd be like, um, yes, don't answer the phone. It's Sandy. So we're not going to tip anybody off this morning. You know, it's kind of like the money laundering offenses when you're an ML MLRO, money laundering reporting officer. It's an offense to do anything that could potentially tip people off. So you got to be careful. We're going to make that an offense here on CMR too. Don't be tipping nobody off that we call them honey child. So I woke up this morning. I thought, oh, this show this morning might be a little bit salty. So I needed, I needed something to go along with it in terms of breakfast. So look what I did. I went in the fridge. I saw that there was some, um, Stacy left out early child to go do some errands and stuff. So I saw that there was some beautiful breadfruit. Mm-hmm. Mm, nice and crispy. And the, um, there's some bread, fruit, and platen. And I said, oh, yes. I remember that there's some mackerel, some leftover mackerel and dumpling mm -hmm, in the fridge. So here I am with a proper, I don't know if y'all can see it, a proper Caribbean breakfast. I got a little, two little pieces of platen, some breadfruit, mackerel, and one dumpling. Because, you know, I love a dumpling, but a dumpling don't love me, honey, chill. I'm walking around looking like a dumpling these days. So I got a limit how many of those I have, but mm, flour, the enemy. Oh, Lord. So anyway, I said, this is perfect. This is exactly what I need this morning. 
since I'm already feeling a little bit saucy and salty, let me just t- go all out and have a nice Caribbean breakfast. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, honey, gel. So I'm cutting up my dumpling now so I can uh, marinate that in my mackerel sauce and put a little bit, bit of mackerel on top of that and make that look good and delicious. And I'll soon grab a bite. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this breadfruit came from my tree. You know, I got a little breadfruit tree, child. We be, we be getting stuff going on. I got my little planting tree. That's what happened when you marry a country boy from Jamaica, child. You got to make sure you got what you need in the garden. This is, I, I wonder if we got any, Um, because, you know, that now this is December. So everybody, I'm not a huge fan of sorrel, by the way, but I know everybody loves it. And Marlon likes it too. And boy, sometimes we'd be having sorrel coming out of that garden. I'd be like, what? So much sorrel. So I need to see if he has any sorrel um, plants going this year. Is it a plant or considered a bush? What is it? Mm-hmm. So um, I'll check and see if he has any sorrel for Christmas. Because, you know, that is the season. Mm-hmm. Anyway, honey child. Um, all I can tell you is. This food is delicious. And he knows how much I love plantains. Now, if you know me, child, I could eat plantain for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and in-between snacks. Although, I got to admit, one thing that I never have really done, you know, Caymanians love to eat plantain with bread, like a sandwich. I, I've never really gotten into that. Like, I don't know what it is about that combination. I'm just like, I don't mind having toast and plantain, but to put it together as like a sandwich just by itself, I'm like, mm. No, maybe if I had like a little egg in between or something else to make it a full sandwich, maybe. But anywho, we got something to talk about a little bit later on. And it's going to show you the disparity in the system. And, you know, I don't I don't like unfairness and I don't like too many disparities because when I see certain people being treated a particular way, I have to question why, you know, and I don't like to jump to any conclusions. So I'm not jumping to any conclusions when I tell you that Caymanians sometimes get a different kind of treatment, but then there are times when it is so incredibly obvious and you see it. Um, But then some people just, uh, you know, get the good treatment because they're a foreigner. Um, Sometimes they get it because of the color of their skin or, you know, I don't, I don't even know because the shenanigans that people go on with how they get away with 80% of what they get away with is like shocking to me, but we got to expose them one at a time, honey chill. So good morning to Miss Vernita. So good to see you this morning. Siobhan is in the house. Miss Alba Buenos Dias. Um, Olivia is here. Good morning. Aliano joining us from Windsor Park. Miss Ethel says good morning, CMR family. Pre-happy uh, weekend. Mm-hmm. Morning, Tracy. How are you? Tracy looking good in that picture, girl. What kind of photo is that? Look like you're posing for somebody. Shamika, good morning. How are you, darling? Wee Wee is here. Diamond Princess, Miss Nadine, says, Blessed Rising, beautiful CMR family. Yes, we're like one big family. Now, sometimes we're a little bit dysfunctional. You know, we got some crazy people in the family, but we just keep it moving. It's all right. Every family's got them, trust me. And you know what? You're lucky because some families, the majority of people are crazy, and it's like one or two seen people that kind of hold it together. So I think we're doing a little bit better than that here on CMR. I think most of us are okay. Miss Olive, good morning. Damaris is here. Miss um, Olive admits that uh, 
she didn't have any uniform. So she's been absent from class. Child, we don't require much to show up now, Miss Olive. We don't care what you look like. You just come on in. Mm -hmm. Wear whatever you want. And I'm having a little bit of iced tea this morning. Y'all can tell things can be sauced up for real. Siobhan, hello. You're early this morning. Good for you. Miss Stephanie Brooks in the house. Says happy hump day, Patricia Blake. Mm, mm, mm. Girl, Patricia, not you, but another Patricia who works in a particular government department. She's been getting some complaints. I've been, I've been getting complaints about her and her behavior and trying to, um, you know, fire all Caymanians. No, sir. I'm just like, this is not nice. I don't, I don't like when it's our own people doing it. There's another earthquake in Barbados again, or was that yesterday? Yeah, so listen, I'm, I'm not fond of, what's today's date? Oh, yeah, that was yesterday. We covered that already. We got the earthquake story already. Thank you, John. Um, yeah, I'm not fond um, of when our own people are the problem. Because, you know, I mean, come on. You got the outside already trying to tear you apart. And then you got people on the inside who are just, sometimes they're worse than the people on the outside. And I'm just like, what the heck? Your own people beat the cutthroats? And then, you know, we allow other people to use us for their own agenda. Mm-mm. What a hot mess. But yes, that name Patricia been ringing in my ears lately. And when that happens, Lord Jesus, something coming. Good morning. And it's definitely not Patricia Blake. I want to make it clear. Just that when I saw her name, I thought, oh, Lord, Patricia. <laughs> Good morning, beautiful Allison. Pat is here. Everton says, Sandy, it is bone chilling cold for the past couple of days. Oh, you're, what, what part of the States are you in? You're in New York? Where are you? Child, I wouldn't doubt it. We just had some guests return to New York and they were like, ooh, we miss the sunshine in the Caribbean. But you know what I noticed about these New Yorkers? They come to the Cayman Islands because they want, you know, their low winter break. And it's beautiful here. Gosh, I would be sunbathing all day long. And then they come here and turn down the AC to 60 degrees. I'm like, what, what, what's wrong with you? This is called the tropics. We don't need no 60 degree AC. Are you kidding me? Turn that sucker up, honey child. We don't put that below 78. What are y'all doing? <laughs> so it's like they're still so used to the cold that even inside they want it cold. No, sir. Eh, but, you know, the, the cold is good for you, Everton. That'll, that'll make you grow some hairs on your chest. <laughs> Good morning, Miss Linda. How are you? She says, I'm late, but I'm here. You're just in time. Never late, my love. Never late. Lavana, look at who it is. And guess what today is for Lavana? It is her birthday. So shall we all do a little birthday to um birthday message to Lavana this morning? Lavana is 52 years young and looking so pretty. Oh my gosh. This is, um, we need to sing that My Caymanian Girl song uh, for someone as pretty as Lavana, because trust me, these are natural good genes, honey chill. She didn't have to do nothing to spruce up. Let me show y'all her little birthday picture. Hold on now. Um, this is when you just look good and you got good genes. So she is, uh, hold on, let me try and get the picture. She doesn't even wear any makeup. She just puts on a little bit of lip gloss and she just always looks good. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. My Caymanian girl. Look at that. Hold on now. Where's the picture? Uh, there we go. Look at her, look at how pretty Levana is. Everybody wish her a happy birthday, please. From your CMR fam fam. Um, looking good, right? 52. Wow. What a queen. Mess with you. Morning, Marshall. Morning, Felicia. Um, Miss Bonnie's here. <laughs> oh, Miss Siobhan says, ooh, tea time with a bit of salt added, laughing out loud and yummy. I love a good mackerel rundown. Anything rundown. Mackerel, shrimp, chicken. <laughs> Throw in the turtle, make it a turtle rundown. Once it's a rundown, child, I'm here for it. I'm like, yes, let me have the rundown. Um, what should say minus those two, the breadfruit and plantain? Say what? You don't like breadfruit and plantain? Oh no, 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 no. Listen, listen, girl. We need we need to help you with that situation. Aliano's already already drooling. Miss Linda says, nice breakfast, pure niceness. I know, right? Some mornings, you know, most mornings I don't even eat breakfast, but boy. Mm -mm -mm. Some mornings I feel like I'm going to take a little bite of my bread fruit right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like a little Caribbean thing. Yes, child. Nothing like a good Caribbean breakfast. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you all who'll be answering the, um, hiring these fancy um, helpers from elsewhere, but if they can't throw down a little Caribbean food once in a while, I know one thing, you better not have a Jamaican husband. <laughs> Mm, no, sir. That's not going to work. Mm -mm. Feel sorry for you. We can do a fancy breakfast because, I mean, I, I love me a little avocado toast every once in a while. But, you know, some days we got to just leave it Caribbean style. Miss mm. Yasmin says, Sandy, leave some for me. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Miss Linda says she thinks that sorrel is a plant. I think so too. It grows kind of like a bush, but mm -hmm. morning, Miss Daisy, Felicia Rankin, Siobhan. Um, wishing Miss uh, Lavana happy birthday. Patricia wishing her happy birthday. Yes, bring in the birthday greetings. Shamika says happy birthday. Yasmin, Wee Wee, Daisy, all of the crew. She says, happy 52. You wear it well. I mean, no man, she could pass for, mm, I mean, um, I'll put her in her 40s, you know. That nice skin. Honey, chow. She looks good. Yes, Miss Nadine. Thank you, Marshall. I'm sure she's enjoying all the birthday greetings. Haley says, happy 52nd birthday. Pray God's blessings in you and may the blessings of the Lord continue to bless you. Many, many, to see many, 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 many. Keep smiling and reaching for higher heights. She's a hardworking young lady as well. Worst came in areas for donkey years now. Strong Wilt. Good morning to you. Morning, Debs. Um, Rusty says, yuck, turtle run down. I don't think there's such a thing. I was just being funny. Rusty, calm down now. Don't be reporting me to the food police. He'd be like, oh, you need to have your Caymanian papers stripped from you because we don't do turtle run down. I'm aware. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I wouldn't, I would try it. I wouldn't knock it till I tried it. So um corn turtle. What is corn turtle? Hmm. So by the way, I told you guys of the weekend, I took some guests out. I kind of 
took them out east, whatever. And I said, oh, have you guys tried turtle? They were like, turtle? And I said, yes. <laughs> have you tried it? Oh, God, no. And I said, well, y'all are black people. Your husband got Caribbean roots from Jamaica. Y'all need to try turtle, okay? We're not going to be pretending because you're going to sit down and eat fish with the eyes looking at you, little googly eyes. It's going to be a whole fish. You know, some of our American and foreign friends, child, they don't, they never had a whole fish in their life. So they're like, I can't eat a fish looking at me. I'm like, really? Now, I don't necessarily eat the fish eyes and the whole head, which I know some people be like crunching on that. I don't, I'll, I'll leave it on the plate, but I don't care what it's looking at. I'm still going to be eating it because it'd be so good. So I said, well, you and get you some turtle yet today, honey, Chia. So um, thankfully, Miss Karen there at Eastern Fish Fry had some turtle on Saturday. So I was able to do one stop, get fish, and then a little plate of turtle. So um, no one, two of the people tried it. The other ones, they were too like, oh, no, we can't try turtle. I said, but you're sitting here eating lobster, shrimp, and fish. What is the difference, really? So he, he tasted it. He's like, yeah. He's like, that's not bad. You know, I'd eat it. So I said, good for you, because turtle is expensive, so you better eat it. <laughs> so he took it back. Um, he had some, but he was actually enjoying his, his fish which they really love the fish. Like, oh boy, this fish is really good. And I said, yeah, honey chan. So um, he took it with him and he hopefully finished eating it later on in the evening. I'm like, yes, enjoy your turtle. Oh, Siobhan, tell me, yuck turtle. Lord have mercy. Can can somebody please check Siobhan's papers? Make sure she's one of us. Tell me, yuck turtle. <laughs> now, Siobhan, I get you. We're not going to strip you of your papers just for that. Because... I don't eat all parts of the turtle. I don't like this so-called manavlin. I don't even know what the hell that's supposed to be. I just want the lean meat, honey child. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm aware that you kind of have to cook it together to get the flavoring. I fully understand. But when you dish up my portion, I only really want lean meat, a little bit of gravy, and that's it. My rice, potato salad, and we good to go. So Bonnie says, yes, it's corn turtle rundown, and it's done like a fish rundown. Really? Hmm. Can somebody please make this for me? Somebody else says, yes, Sandy, that's a thing. You see, I didn't even know. This is fantastic. Lots of birthday greetings coming in. Nadine says, I love that turtle meat, and I'm a Jamaican. Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. Turtle steak and boiled turtle eggs. Oh, I don't know about the eggs, girl. Mm. I might have to pump the brakes in the eggs, but the turtle meat? Yes. Gabby says, I'll eat the other seafood besides the turtle. <laughs> Strong Wilt says, I don't like turtle. Give me lobster and kunk. Wow. Hello, Ervalyn. Where are you now? Are you still in uh, Paris? It's good afternoon where she is. Good morning, darling. Uh, Aliana says, I haven't had any good turtle yet. Oh, Lord. Corn turtle. I love it, says Miss Morna. I need to figure out, why have I never heard of this corn turtle before? Miss Olive says she's never had turtle meat, and she don't think she's going to have any. One person in the group said it tastes like chicken. <laughs> I was like, what? Turtle tastes like chicken? Are y'all crazy? Oh, my turtle does not taste like chicken. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. No, sir. Hot mess. Good morning, caller. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? 
Not too bad, darling. Have you ever had corn turtle before? I grew up on it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you I better, grew up on it. Come well, you, be, you, you better try and make me some then, because I don't know what that is. No, 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 no. no. I haven't. Corn turtle, you have. This is how it works, Sandra. Many, many years ago when I was growing up and and we didn't have a like a weather station or uh-huh. anything. We had just big old clunky radios. And that has been um, 70 years ago. And, um, well, um, I, I couldn't eat turtle and, and stuff then, but later on, three, four years, Later, um, we only ate from the sea. People was much healthier then. A lot of fish, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, lobster, and and when the when the when the um, ocean would get, you know, like um, late in the evening, sometimes you could really walk out on the reefs. But mm-hmm. corn turtle was put up for September and October. Mm-hmm. You had to corn the turtle. How do you, you get corn the turtle? The turtle? You, um, salt. Oh. Salt. Okay. And you put that up in case of bad weather because then no mm-hmm. one could go fishing. And then, of course, we ate from our grounds. Or provisions from our grounds, mm. so that was also um, like you, you had potato, you had um, pumpkin, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now the potato and things like that was put in sun. Mm. Um, you know, some people call in here that would know about these things mm-hmm. and don't really say it and they don't teach the children well the, this this the is why they, you know the, as the i'm way. listening to you this morning this is why we have that Cayman voices series because these are stories that i don't i personally don't know anything about no corn turtle yeah and it's so and, inter- interesting to hear yeah and 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 it you you left that for for bad weather time and then if if it was in bad weather in 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 those months um september october november beginning of december then we would um we had to soak the turtle just like how you soak the the, the codfish and you know you're making codfish in aki well codfish in aki didn't come until late, later on, it, that originally it, we had we had fish, um, salt fish, but it wasn't cooked with ackee or anything. I think originally that came later on from Jamaica. Mm, okay. And uh, you you soak that, and then you you cook that just like red regular, like how you cook red regular turtle, but. After you corn the turtle and you you put it up to to dry, you had to have a safe, secure um, place for it to dry, and then you you cook, you soak it, and you you cook it. It um, 
it, it was the same color as a regular turtle meat. And and manabalins, yeah, some people go to the turtle farm now, or turtle center, and mm-hmm. buy, you know, a lot of manabalins with a little bit of the meat. Because mm-hmm. manabalins is what really makes that meat taste mm-hmm. really, really good. That gives it, it the cooks, flavor. Yes. Yes, ma'am. And tell yes. people, because we probably have people listening to the show, because, you know, we got people from all walks of life listening to the show. They might not know what the manavlin is. So explain to them what the manavlin is. Manavlin is the, the, the lights. They mm-hmm. um, um, cut up um, fin of the turtle, which has kind of jelly, depends on what if you get the end of the of the fin, it might not have as much kind of jelly type. Um, as small children, we used to call it the fat of the tur- the turtle, mm-hmm. and um, the fin of the, of the of the turtle and manablins and the lights. The lights is probably like like. Like the bream, mm-hmm. and you you cook that with the meat with the with the meat, and man, you got a meal. Now, if people can eat cow, mm-hmm. why not turtle? <laughs> if they can exactly. eat goat, you got. Why not eat turtle? Yeah. If they can eat goat, turtle. Is clean that comes out from the, our ocean, mm-hmm. our seas, uh, mosquito keys. You should have a, a real talk with some of these turtles. The these, turtlers. These older men that mm-hmm. went turtling that is still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a few in, in West Bay that would, would help out with that. And and that's what we had. We had to eat. Heavy cakes, mm-hmm. um, provisions from the from the ground, um, turtle meat, and on Christmas mm-hmm. um, we uh, we butchered we butchered um, cows and pigs because mm-hmm. some people had pigs, some people have both, some people yes. just had cows. Um, chicken was seldom. You know, we're just sell, sell them. They're not. They're not run. They weren't run around then like how they are now. I suppose. No, no, no. People had coops, and nothing, nothing was wasted. You could do so many things with chicken. You could do so many things with even corn that we take for granted. We go fosters, pick up a couple of bags of corn, and you know, do the barbecue and stuff. Corn was grown and you grated it and that that went for cornbread it went for the uh, heavy cake corn cake it it um you had roast corn you had we seldom boil it because like i say nothing was wasted you didn't find a whole heap of garbage around people place and piles up this and piles up because they don't want it because they don't know what 
to do mm-hmm. with it. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. We don't know what to do with it because we didn't teach our children what to do with things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, some of the best corn breads. And you wonder how did the older people cook these things and it was so tasty. Mm-hmm. Did you, but then um, later on, when mm-hmm. you get older, you realize that it because it was fresh. Mm-hmm. It came from the, 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 the ground that the good Almighty put, put down there for us. Mm-hmm. It came from the sea. That way it's so tasty. Now these days, you got to buy ooh, all kinds of seasons, paprika, uh, you know, pepper. Oh, we did have pepper and we did have mm-hmm. um, lots of salt. What is also good with um, with the meat mm-hmm. is corn ba- bread, and I don't see people making a whole lot of balmy anymore. Mm. You know balmy? You heard about balmy, right? Um, I, I believe it's the same thing as bami. Same thing. Um, I I don't know. I, I only so know. So bami is the one ba- that the Jamaicans ba- make. Oh, you call it bombing. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same but, thing. I'm not really but, fond of um, it, to be honest. But Yeah, but um, the, the older people made bombing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when they, every weekend you made bread, loaves and loaves of bread especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and you made fritters. Fritters was never round. But, I mean, there was around like how you buy from Foster's, mm-hmm. um, Dana Frida. Frit, Frida is round, all right, but not a big just ball of it. It was made into a ball. Hmm. It 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 was. Might I, I just interrupt you there for one minute and say that it is obvious that I need to um, book a Cayman Voices segment with you. So don't don't give out don't give out all the secrets yet. Save some of it. But I appreciate um, your contributions this morning because this has really opened my eyes. And you have to book it with some, some of the older people because I never did much cooking. You know, I only yes. look and I climb, I climb, I climb trees, and <laughs> and I got bread, bread, the bread fruits, mm-hmm. and then that's another thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I brought up in a huge, huge family, even though my mother only had the two of us girls. Mm-hmm. But everybody cooked. The, I mean, when the boys wasn't away to this, my uncles wasn't away to to see mm-hmm. um, national burkayers or some of the American ships. When they got home, mm-hmm. they cooked. Because they knew how to cook. They mm-hmm. knew how to survive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, my I darling. I can leave it at that. I can leave Thank it at that, Thank you so Sandra. much. Yes, yes. She was making me reminisce about the last interview I did with uh, Miss Eloise um, Seymour. And man, the things that our forefathers and mothers were able to do, especially with food, given that they didn't have ovens, they didn't have all these modern conveniences. I mean, she's talking about no electricity, no um, refrigerators. I can't even imagine what that was like. I was like, no electricity? Honey, child, who turned on the stove? She's like, we didn't have a stove. <laughs> I was like, what? 
How did you make breads? And you know what was so amazing? People had so little, but yet they had such big hearts. I mean, they were always sharing with each other. So she talked about there was like a community, like if somebody in the community had one cow, that was like a big deal. And so then everybody could get a little bit of the milk and cheese production. And, you know, those days, I suppose, are long gone. But it's such an interesting thing that as human beings, it seems like the more we have material wise, the less we have on the inside. And sometimes that's a sad indictment on us because, you know, it's nice to have nice things. I like nice things just like anybody else. But don't allow that to, you know, change who you are or dictate who you are, I should say, because I don't think anything changes you. You are who you are. But don't allow that to dictate who you are and don't be about that. Like, that's not, yeah, drive a nice car. You work hard. You want to treat yourself. That's your business. But that's not the end all and be all. It's, are you a good person? You know what I mean? Do you help other people? Do you help people in need in your community? To me, that is just so much more um, of our story that we need to be sharing. And so the interview with Miss Eloise, which we aired last week, I thought was absolutely amazing. She has such a volume of information in her brain. She was telling me so much. Like, I didn't know that there was such a thing as a driver's license. What's it called? A driver's license by something where it's only like certain people that can get it, but then it gives you the right to drive certain people, you know? And she was like the first female for sure that had it. And when the first people in the Cayman Islands to have it, I was just like, wow, this is so amazing. Y'all need to go listen to the interview. We're going to air it this weekend. Um, because what we do is we put it on the show first and then we air it on social media as a standalone piece. And it was one of the best interviews because she was just full. Like I need to do a part two with her. Because she had so much information. I was like, whoa, we can't take it all down. In one. And she wasn't, listen, she had energy to boot. Linda says, I was wondering if Jamaicans and Cayman eat the turtle. What I see from your post, that's a yes, I never had it. And I lived there for eight years. I hear it tastes like chicken. It does not taste like chicken. I don't know where people get that from. <laughs> Everything tastes like chicken to some people, child, because they're not going to palate. Um... I don't know that it's big amongst Jamaicans because I don't think my husband has ever had turtle. So yeah, there's certain things. He's not going to eat turtle. You, you're not putting no turtle on the plate for him. Um, You know, he's typical Jamaican. He likes his pork. He's not really that big on beef. So pork and chicken. But don't put no turtle in front of him. So I feel like most Jamaicans probably don't. help. Correct me here, Jamaican community. I know y'all listening. But I don't feel like most Jamaicans really eat turtle. I think the one-off might have it, but probably most like, nah, that's too much for us. Uh, Pat says, Kern turtle and turtle eggs are a deep part of our history. Well, somebody needs to make me this corn, corn turtle because I have never had it. Um, Ms. Linda goes on to say, now I feel like I would try the corn turtle with lots of pepper and pimento. Yes, honey gel. Pat says, no refrigerators uh, in the homes to keep the food fresh. So salt was used to preserve meat and fish. And that's how we get a lot of the salted fish, like the mackerel, the ackee, and well, the, the salt fish part of it. Um, and it's not that, believe it or not, that part of it is not even that unique to Cayman. That is something that would have happened all over the world where they used fish and salted it, or they used salted fish that naturally had a lot of salt in it because then it was easier to preserve 
um, you know, those types of things without having like refrigeration or anything of the sort. So um, Damien says wood fire and fresh ingredients. Um, yes. And Pat goes on to say that the meat was then salted and placed in the sun to dry. Mm-hmm. People, some people had a caboose. That's right. Everton says turtle and snake are relatives. They look just alike. A turtle looks nothing like a snake. What? No, sir. No, sir. Go go sit in the back of the classroom because I don't know what you're talking about. Chuh. Damon, cassava bread. I'm not big in cassava, much of anything cassava, but cassava bread. Hmm. Is that bread dense or is it like a lighter? For me, cassava is too heavy. I think that's when I don't really like cassava. For me, it's like very, very heavy. Um, Siobhan licking her lips over some fritters this morning. Uh, Bami is actually made from cassava, is it? I don't like Bami either. Well, that would make sense because I really do not like cassava. And I've never taken the Bami, so that's probably why. Now that you say that, Miss Linda, thank you. Makes sense why I don't like it. I've had it, but I'm like, eh, give me a good old fritter any day. And of course, um, my husband also makes fun of me because, you know, Jamaicans don't call fritters our fritters. Okay, man, fritters. They call dumpling or no, our um. Hold on, not fritters. Yeah, our fritters. They call. What do they want to call it? Dumpling? No. What the heck do they call it? Something else. And I'm just like that. That's not what that is. So even these people, they're like, oh, the fishing, fishing. What the heck do they call it? Dump. Not dumpling. Fish and. Uh, oh Lord, I'd have to call him. I can't remember. Hold on. Let me see if I can ask him. F Festival? Hold on. Mm -hmm. Hello. Sir, I have one question for you. What do you call our Cayman fritters again? Uh, it's very simple, man. Say it with me. Fry dumpling yeah that i know fried dumpling but thank you i was trying to remember if it was festival or fried dumpling so you call fritters fried dumpling okay i, I was trying to remember thank you sir say, say it out loud no 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 fried dumpling we not calling that no fried dumpling that is called fish and fritters goodbye sir So this is an ongoing joke with us because he keeps telling me that we have it wrong. And I said, no, sir, you have it wrong. You can't come to Cayman and tell us what to call our food now. It's fish and fritters, not fish and fried dumpling. That don't make no sense. So these people visiting from New York, because you see they got Jama Jamaican connections. They're like, oh, yeah, the fish and fried dumpling. And I was like, Erks, pump the brakes, people. Y'all are in East End, and it's called fish and fritters. Those are fritters, and they're like, um, this is not what we call fritters. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's what we call fritters. So we can call it fritters. So I kept correcting them. It was pretty funny because every time they'd say fried them, ah, 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 fritters. Okay. Okay. Fritters. All right. Miss Corrine says turtle stew is so good. My dad uh, could cook it so good. He taught me how to cook it. Turtle stew with rice and beans, sweet potato, cassava, potato salad, and cornbread. All starches, you would notice, because that's our diet, honey gel. We love us a good starchy meal. Good morning, Miss Faith. But yes, all delicious, minus the cassava for me. Um, Linda says, I'm thinking about visiting Cayman sometime next year, and I definitely want to try the corn turtle. 
This will be my first time trying to eat turtle. Well, let us know because I think we need to find somebody who really knows how to prepare it because you got to be careful now. Not everybody knows how to cook. Even if they're Caymanians, you got to get the right cooks, honey child. So we got to make sure that the right person cooks that for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you, Lavana. She's thanking everyone for all the birthday greetings. Miss Bonnie says she can do some for Christmas. Miss Bonnie, I don't want you, you know, exhausting yourself now, but if you don't mind, we'll try it. Damien says iguana tastes like chicken. <laughs> I've tried iguana soup once. Yeah, I couldn't quite wrap my brain around it. But, you know, my, my philosophy is if I can eat turtle, eh, what the heck's an iguana? But, yeah. Um, Melissa says, born Jamaican, never tried turtle before. Yeah, most Jamaicans not going to eat turtle. I'm telling you, they're going to be like, mmm. Uh, Rough C says 95% of Jamaicans would say that turtle is a pet, not food. Oh, you know who I should ask? I should ask my brother-in-law. Hold on. Let me see if he's working. I don't want to comment if he's at work. Um... All right, this person says fried dumpling festival is different. Fish and fritters, uh, but ackee and saltfish with fried dumpling. Now that's dumpling, that's not fritters. Fried dumplings are also more dense than our fritters. Exactly. What I'm having now is, uh, I guess it's the boiled dumpling. What is this one called? What the mackerel? That's a, that's a, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I think that one's a boiled dumpling. I'm gonna call. I called my brother-in-law, see if he ever had turtle. He raises a lot of pets and stuff, so he might not eat turtle either. But I gotta find out, cause he kind of on the wild side. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Good morning. How are you? Not too bad. I have you live on the radio, cause I have a question for you. You ever eat turtle before? Yeah, one time. But jerk it. You had jerk turtle. Yeah. Man. Okay. How was it? It was a little bit like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> chicken. And we made a stew. And we made a stew. It's nice and a stew. Hmm. So you never tried any when you came, came out? No. I'm hoping next time when I come, I get some. All right. Next time. Next time. Definitely. <laughs> All, right. All right, my dear. Thanks. All right. Good. Ah, you see, he's the adventurous one in the family. So I figure if anybody tried, it might be him. Good morning, caller. Yeah, it's me again. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know who told, told that person that a turtle is a pet. <laughs> How do they think that the older people survived in this island? That's why they had to go to Mosquito Keys. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Turtling is a big thing. Yes. To, mm -hmm. get the tur to get the turtle, we not only butchered the turtle and, and, and sold the meat and shared the meat, we also mm -hmm. sent... Um, the turtle shells to mm -hmm. um, over overseas. I think it was to to um, Germany. Mm -hmm. All the way to Germany. Wow. 
people knew how to survive and turtle do not taste like chicken. <laughs> I know. I have to laugh when and, people say and, that. And, 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 and iguana are one of, of the cleanest things because they don't mm-hmm. eat tape and, and pans and all that like goats. Mm-hmm. Like how I see goats eating. Mm-hmm. But still, our, our, our things were, were clean because we, we, we fed them. We, we clean our grounds. And and you get to the point where I don't know, Miss Eloise told you about um, using the word that we used to use back then. Mm-hmm. We had a back sun in our baskets mm-hmm. to to um, put in our yards. So we raked up our 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 sun from last year that we had. Mm-hmm. And then put that clean sand. But we, we didn't put it in big piles. We just put it in small piles. So when the sand dried, um, really good. And a lot of the salt was out of it. Mm-hmm. Then we, we sprayed it. We sprayed mm-hmm. the sand. And boy, every every yard had looked like it it, it just freshly snowed. Eh? Hmm. All right. Because we got another we color have, nine. We have clean oceans. They yes. Had to, Clean oceans, we still do, mm-hmm. and we should not let people come in and tell us that this is how it got to be done, and this is how. No, 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 no. That's mm-hmm. wrong. It's wrong, and we should stick up for it. All but, right, darling. Because thank you, darling. Thank you, thank so you much. very much. You're most welcome. We've got another caller in the line. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the program. Morning, Sanders. Mm-hmm. How are you? Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, man, the topic sound very good, man. I know, right? Make me um, out of hunger this morning. <laughs> but I wait for that cup boom for this now, you know. This okay. is why we need to teach civics back mm-hmm. in our schools, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So make us know from whence we came from. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of them forget that came and first name was Las Tartugas. Yep. The land of the turtle. Mm-hmm. They say when Christopher came, bust us mm-hmm. here that it was so much, he thought it was boulders in the water. There were so many turtles back then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, the next thing too, you know, Cayman Island used to can turtle meat and export. Can for a lot of you know that. Oh, yeah. wow. I, I didn't know that what, we canned anybody, it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, anybody who has residency and did the residency test, yes, it's on that test. Okay. But they didn't teach us that in our own school. Of course. Because I didn't even you know, know that, and I'm a Caymanian, imagine. You just want... This what I'm telling you now. We need mm-hmm. to have civics back in school so we can have some kind of pride of what we, yes. when we can come on a platform and talk about these things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The turtle meat, like, like all the ackee and saltfish in Jamaica, I know they could tell you where that comes from and everything, you know, and that's their national dish. Turtle meat is our national dish, so we should know everything about this turtle. It should be teaching us that in the school. It's on our, our coat of arms. So we should know about that. It's like, when I look at it, back in the day, um, you could go to a home and see a nice big turtle shell on the wall, you know what I mean? And those to cost hundreds and thousands of dollars for a nice big turtle shell. And they make jewelry and everything out of those too, you know, or used to. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now what they do with them, but now what they do with them, they use a mall after they done do the turtle, they use a mall, destroy the shell and sell it to the dump. Mm-hmm. No, that's a waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a waste. Well, me, I'm a... Um, Traditional kind of came and I got my mm-hmm. um, turtle shell on my wall. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my conch shell. I got my um or or my conch horn. I made that myself. All these stuff I tried to um 
divulge to my kids also, so the generation I would know, you know what I mean, because they're not teaching them these things in school. Mm-hmm. So you try to keep the tradition. We talk about heritage. If they don't teach civics or we don't talk about the heritage, we're going to lose it, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to keep on, each one teach one, you know what I mean? So that came yes, on voices sir. with the lady we were talking to earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I think she she's a... She'd be good a good one. Knowledge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a good wealth of knowledge when it comes mm-hmm. to think Caymanian. Yes. You know what I mean? And by so the way, yeah, anybody else um, has recommendations? We have Miss Alrida. I'm going to try to have hers ready by Friday. Um, you know, she's a woman of the soil. But um, any any Caymanian uh, older person who has these memories and has this information, by all means, I say that our individual histories are collective history as a people. So we have a lot of historians link, link, link here me that up. Oh yes. We need to talk to it to keep mm-hmm. so we don't so we never forget where we're coming from. Put it that way. Right. Absolutely. We should always be a proud nation, never forget. And I want to do a shame that's plug too. Mm-hmm. Um every Friday, the best turtle meeting Cayman Islands, if you want to find it, mm-hmm. you go to Amelia's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right true. by the airport corner. That's the best turtle meat in the Cayman Islands. Shameless plug. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you Thank you, day. honey. I appreciate it. Nine three six two six two six. No, I mean definitely. Um, I haven't been to Amelia's in a while, but yeah, man, they food, they food good, especially the turtle. And you know what? They sell out quick on a Friday. If you don't get there early, trust me, or you don't pre-order, that'd be gone in no time. Now, somebody was complaining to me last week. I don't know if anybody else had this. Um, so somebody said corn turtle salted and preserved. Not sure anyone still do it. Jerk turtle. The other white meat, <laughs> I mean, really, I was surprised my brother, brother not talking about heat jerk turtle. I'm like, jerk turtle? Whew. I feel like Jamaicans would jerk any kind of meat, though. They'd like, listen, just throw some jerk sauce on it. We can make it work. Um, but some people have been saying to me that there have been some issues with actually getting access to turtle meat at the Turtle Center. Now, what's going on there? I don't know what that's all about. But they say that Caymanians in particular, I don't know who else buying turtle meat. But uh, they're having a very, very difficult time getting turtle. And then I called Miss um, Alrida on Sunday or Saturday when I was I was going to try and find out if she was going to have turtle on Sunday. She said she can't get no meat. So I was like, what's going on with turtle meat? Is there a shortage of turtle meat or what? what is this? What's going on? Um, somebody sent me a f- picture of the salt fritters. Yeah, that's what I, but Dana, y'all know what kind of fritters I'm talking about. I have to go East End again this weekend and take a picture <laughs> to show y'all. Um, these are all different things. John and Kate, not the same. Somebody says, I know a lot of Jamaicans that would kill you for turtle, for stew turtle. Oh, yeah? Huh. Oh, mess. All right. Well, that's good. Um, turtle is not our dish. People over 60 reported that they would... Uh, they are fish rundown, fish dinner every day but Sunday. And that's another thing. I didn't even know that Caymanians don't eat fish on a Sunday until my aunt from East End, Adonia, you insult her if you offer her fish on a Sunday. She's like, fish on a Sunday? Don't even think about offering her fish on a Sunday because back in the day, they didn't eat fish on a Sunday because they could get it every single day. Like turtle, fish, lobster, you go in the ocean, pick it up, and you had it to eat. <laughs> you know, so on Sunday, that was a more special day. So that's when you would get the things that were not normally available, I guess, more like the chicken 
and the beef and stew um, and uh, what do you call it? Oxtail and that sort of thing. So to this day, I don't think she's ever had fish on a Sunday in her entire life. And she's, how old she is now? She hasn't hit 80 yet, has she? She's getting up there now, honey, chill. But yeah, she don't eat no fish on a Sunday. Don't don't be telling her about no fish on a Sunday. You you insult her, honey, chill. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the program. Good morning. I've been listening to all of this um, talk. Um, I don't know who said put pimento in um, corn turtles, but they're an idiot. <laughs> pimento don't go nowhere near turtle meat. Well, have you had corn, corn turtle before? I have had corn turtles. I have seen it made. Corn turtle is almost like um, salt beef when, when you make it. And that's the way oh. uh, you prepare it. That's the, I don't I just said, yeah, I just said, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, this oh, person is not Caymanian, so they didn't know. I mean, don't but don't be going too them, hard on them. Let's tell them <laughs> you do not put no pimento near turtles. Okay. I don't know who be doing the food. So we need three or four things. Salt, pepper, onion, and hot pepper if you want it. Hot pepper. Not the basco, but no cheap so hot, hot pepper. Hot pepper like, um, like scotch bonnet or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Might be for another season peppers, but no um, sweet peppers, no pimento, no definitely no browning, no ketchup, no lot of foolishness. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, so be spoiled, not, nothing else for us now. Um, cigarettes, mm. no pimento in or near to the meat, none at all. Yes, sir. All right, thank you. Caymanian chef extraordinaire, I appreciate the call. Y'all heard it. No pimento near your turtle meat. In fact, um, I have to chuckle because um, Jordan Seymour, he's always on Facebook um, posting stuff where um, he puts up stuff like um, he says, good morning. Let me let me go see if I can find one because they're really funny. He's, he'll be like, good morning to all my Caymanians, except those who add pimento to turtle soup, just as an example, right? So he cracks me up because he's like, if you don't know how to cook, I don't know. I don't know if we can be, if we can really be K-Man, if we, if we can be saying good morning to you this morning. It is so funny. And y'all know, I think he's Miss Alvita's grandson. He's one of her grandchildren. So of course, you know, he got the jeans now. The cooking jeans are passed down. So I see him. Oh, look like he was cooking some beef recently. Oh, yeah. I see that, honey child. Um... Let me see if I can find one of his posts because he be he be um he be cracking me up. So oh yeah, he had a nice little Thanksgiving spread. Look at him. Um oh see what he put up. He put up a post six days ago. Please refrain from making gravy with this, and it's the Heinz home style beef gravy. <laughs> He's like, make your gravy from scratch. Oh, God. Sometimes you got to cheat, though. Sometimes you can't be making everything from from scratch. But he like, nope. Don't don't be. Don't be. No, nope. No way. Um, Let me see what else he put. Oh, he put up one good little recipe here. Chili lime chicken thighs. Ooh, that looks good. Let me give that a like. Uh, oh, yes. Here's what he said. Good morning to everyone, except those who use box mash and scallop potatoes. Oh my God. I gotta tell you, when you gotta do scalloped potatoes from scratch, child, that's a, that, that'd be a lot of work. I mean, seriously. Mm-mm. 
let me see if I can find another one. He he has some really funny posts. Him and um Steven from the Brock, they be running competition with the jokes man on Facebook. All right, it's 8:33. We got to make a phone call. Oh, here's another one. Good morning to everyone, except those who bake instant macaroni and cheese with the powdered cheddar cheese on top. Yeah, I can give that one a like because, yeah, you can't be making your mac and cheese like that now. you got to do the real deal with the mac and cheese. Here's another one. Good morning, everyone, except those who use stove store-bought gravy. <laughs> All right, folks, there's an accident this morning. Just getting some reports of this, a fender bender. On the Linford Pearson Highway. Oh, yeah, we got a little police uh, action here. Police are on the scene. Oh, they must not have been paying attention and ran into each other. Um, drive slower. That's my best recommendation on how to avoid a fender bender. You understand? It should be so simple. Mm-mm. Sandy, I don't know, but my daughter wanted me to cook turtle for her birthday. But Lord God, those turtle lots were so... Look, Turtle lots were so bad, it was more fat, bone, liver, and all that yuck. Oh, they're not giving you the good meat, huh? Uh, mm-hmm. So someone says, nope, that my aunt nor any of her children or their siblings or nobody have ever had fish on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I called my aunt if she would tell us about this whole fish thing. I'm going to I'm going to give it a try. And then we're going to make a really important phone call. So y'all want to make sure that you stay tuned for this expose this morning. Let's see if she'll answer the phone today. She may not. She's in retirement mode these days, honey jail, traveling all over the place, Galavan. Vacation. Mhm. Let's see. Good morning. Good morning, Adonia. Hello. How are you? You're live on the radio. I only have one question for you. I want you to please explain to our listeners why you do not eat fish on a Sunday. Tell us the story of how that go. Because it's almost if somebody offer you fish, you get insulted. You'd be like, "What?" That is correct. Hmm. I went as far as telling my grandchildren when I'm old and sin, I don't allow anyone to give Nana fish on a Sunday. <laughs> oh my gosh, why? What's so bad with fish on a Sunday? Explain it because to us. Because we were so poor, we ate fish every day. Okay. But on Sunday, there was a special provision for us, mm-hmm. and that would be anything other than fish. Mm. Robin. Iguanas, the blue iguanas at that. Wait a minute. Caymanians used to eat iguanas? Yes, we did. What? That's news to me. The blue ones. The blue ones, yes. Yes. Mm. Hmm. So you ate anything else but fish on Sundays? That is correct. Wow. So you could eat lobster, Lob- shrimp, beef. Lobster. We are late lobsters. We use them to put in the fish pot to catch fish in it. Oh. They were they bait when we were growing up. Lobsters you use as bait. Wow. Yes. Mm-mm. Now look at them. They're like a luxury. That's right. 
The times have changed. It sure has. Hmm. In many ways. Mm-hmm. Wow. So thank you for explaining that. I, I thought I had it right, but I wanted to make sure. Um, Haley says, I agree with your auntie. No fish on Sunday. <laughs> so That's um, right. Yes. And so you've never had a fish dish on Sunday? Never? Never in 77 years that I am aware of. Wow. Hmm. Amazing. All right. Well, I thank try you. Hard not even to I try hard not even to touch fish on Sunday. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for explaining it to us. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, my dear. Have a good one. You do too. All right. Bye-bye. What? We used to eat turtle? I mean, um, not turtle. What's it called? Iguana? The blue iguana? You see the things that you learn from these old people? That I tell you, you got to try and talk to them, you know? Wow. But yes, honey child, they, they, they don't, like I said, you mentioned anything about a fish on a Sunday. She would say, what? Are you trying to insult me? No, child. They passed those days. All right. Let's go ahead and make a phone call this morning. Another phone call. So again, Fender Benfer and the Linford Pearson Highway. Um, if you're driving in that direction, you're probably going to encounter some delays because y'all know how it go. One Fender Bender means everybody in Cayman is going to be late to work, honey chill. So um, take your time. Turn up the radio because we're here for you. We got your entertainment right here. Don't worry about it. We got you, honey. I know how, I know how it would be boring sitting in traffic all day, but... We try to make it less boring. All right, ready for a phone call this morning? Let me grab my, let me grab my, um, let me grab a number here. Okay, let's place a little phone call and then I'll, I'll tell y'all why. I think I might have to take a little bathroom break this morning, but hold on, we'll do that gin commercial. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody came out holding their breath. Is my phone gonna ring? Is it me? Hi, good morning. Um, can I book an appointment with Dr. Rebecca DC? I'm sorry, I can I can barely hear you're coming in so long. On an extended sick leave, she's not here. She's on extended sick leave. Yes. Okay. Um, you don't know when she'll be back then. No, not sure. Mm -hmm. um, but she still works with Integra Healthcare? Um, yes, that I'm aware of, yes. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, dear. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Let's go down this rabbit hole, folks. She's on extended sick leave. Please permit me to take a commercial break, and I'm going to call and explain to you all what this hot mess of a situation is. Um, here we go. This this should be enough of a commercial for me to run to the bathroom real quick. Mm -hmm. Ho, ho, ho. It's time to order your Christmas tree, K-Man. Wonderland Christmas trees are now available. Just go to our website at christmastrees.ky. That's christmastrees.ky. The trees are direct from Canada. Grade A premium, beautiful balsam firs, which you can get in different sizes, ranging from 5 feet to 10 feet. But it's very important to order your tree as soon as possible, so you get added to the tree order. christmastrees.ky. 
That's where you'll find Wonderland Christmas trees. Perfect for that freshly cut Christmas tree smell in your home or office. And when you order, you can select delivery. Or you can pick it up at our Wonderland Christmas tree lot in the Regatta Business Park in late November where you will experience nightly snowfalls and the only place in the Caribbean where you can find snow. It's that time of year, K-Man. For K-Man's most wonderful time of the year, it's Wonderland Christmas Trees. Order now at christmastrees.ky. That's christmastrees with an S dot K-Y. Ho, ho, ho. See you soon. All right, folks. I'm back. Just in the nick of time. Look at that. I was able to quick time, wash my hands, and run back in the studio. Now listen to me. I want y'all to pay attention. Yes, it's tea time. Get your apple cider vinegar, honey chow. Get your cup of coffee, a cup of Milo. Get you if you're drinking liquor this early in the morning, you shouldn't be, and you might have a problem. So I don't want you to pick up no liquor because you know you might have to call Alcoholics Anonymous. All right, listen here now. What is going on in the Cayman Islands? How is it possible that we can have people who are so-called professionals breaching our laws left, right, center, uh, backwards, forwards, up and down, and we allow them to do so? In fact, I'm going to put this out there. Not only do we allow them to do so, but we actually help them in their desire to breach the laws of the Cayman Islands. Who am I talking about this morning? Let me introduce you to none other than Dr. Rebecca, I believe it's pronounced DC, D-E-A-S-E-Y. You heard me just make that phone call and you heard what the receptionist said. Oh, she's on extended medical leave. Really? Y'all need to fire her. Extended medical leave for what reason? Is there some sort of a substance abuse question mark? Why would she be on extended medical leave? For a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all need to explain this. Y'all need to explain this to, to me and to the good people that came to islands. You are allowing someone who to remain in this country, who I'm going to say, in my personal opinion, AKA, I've been doing a lot of digging and y'all know my investigative skills already, should not be in this country. Not everybody is worthy. And I say this because I don't care if you're so-called doctor and professional, those are the ones you often need to scrutinize even more. It's not the people who are the domestic workers that I'm worried about. It's the people who come here claiming that they got degrees and they're professionals, and then you have to wonder what is really going on with them. I'm just saying. So, why is she here? Integra Health, y'all have to answer some, some serious questions this morning. You've allowed this woman to supposedly be on an extended medical leave about a year. On a work permit? Uh, what going on here? Tell me, what is this really and truly all about? Because this makes no sense. How about you just need to release her and let her go? Or have you already released her and you're not telling nobody that you released her yet? Because she's all over your website. Now, I got other sources that say she's over at HSA about to get a job. 
Because in fact, she's no longer with Integra. Apparently nobody told the receptionist that. She's no longer with Integra. They haven't updated the website. She's job hunting over at our HSA. And I sure hope that nobody at HSA, whether it's Mr. Rodriguez Williams, Dr. Jefferson, Lizette, whoever, uh, what's her name? Samantha Bennett. Y'all need to do some proper checks into this situation because she don't need to get into government because then y'all will never get rid of her. You see, this is what they do. Yes. Can't make it in proper private sector. What do you mean she's not on the website? I can send you the link right now. Of course she's on the website. I'm not going to tell you she's not on the website if I'm not looking at it. Integra updated it when? (laughs) They certainly didn't update it today. Yeah, I'm looking at her on the website right now. On multiple pages on their website, I should say. If you go under physicians, she's right there. Let me check and see because I emailed them this morning. Nope, she's still there. They're not done nothing yet. But they're going to do something after this show today, I bet you. Hmm, honey, chill. This one definitely needs to go. Now, this is the ploy. Yeah, you're not looking in the right section. See her right there? Two pages. She's listed. Kaboom. All right, here we go. There she is. Maybe their website is dreadfully out of date. But nonetheless, um, she is here taking advantage of a situation. Now, I can't fathom. Her license, her medical license has actually just expired. CBC, anybody over there awake this morning? Because I need to comprehend how someone is allowed to remain in this country for over a year and not actually work, not be working. And you see, this is where the companies are complicit in this whole hot mess of a situation. If she's unable to work for whatever reason, then honey child, you need to go back home. You certainly would not keep a domestic worker here who was unable to work for a year, tell me she's on medical leave. You would say, oh, we're sorry after a couple of weeks, but you've got to go back home. And so it should be the same with anyone, regardless of their so-called professional status. The rules need to apply in a more uniform and equal manner. There's a lot going on here that really is making me raise my eyebrow. Hmm? How is she still here all this time on medical leave? Her license has now expired. Which, by the way, um, who's on this medical and um, what's it called? Uh, MDC, the medical and, and oh, Lord, what do they call again? The council that issues licenses. Hold on. I need to call them this morning, too. Medical and MDC came on. Medical and dental council? What the heck are they called? Hold on. Because their stuff is so out of date. Medical and dental council, yes. Um, Their stuff is so out of date that when you go to look at the license, list of licensed practitioners, it is from April of 2023. We're now in November. Almost, might as well just call it December. How is this last updated? Department of Health Regulatory Services? Who runs that department? This this can't be right. 
This is a slackness. So right now in the Cayman Islands, if if you want to know if someone is, um, you know, licensed to practice in this jurisdiction, you are looking at stuff that is outdated since April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Let's go into December. That's seven months out of date. You know what can happen in seven months? A lot, especially in the medical profession. Someone could be stripped of their license and you would not even know it because their documentation is so out of date. This is something that should be updated on a a very minimum. I mean, very minimum monthly basis because things change every single month. Department of Health Regulatory Services not even regulating themselves. Let's give them a call this morning too. Because I want to know what they regulate exactly because they can't even give you up-to-date information. Huh? No, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not going to answer the phone. <sighs> Good morning, Health Facts Commission. Hi, good morning. Sandra Hill here. How are you? Hey, how's my girl? <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> We're live on the radio, but I got a quick question for you. Who is mm-hmm. responsible for updating the um, list of health practitioners who are licensed in the Cayman Islands? Um, hang on one second. Okay. Yes, check. Please, please check that for me because I don't yeah, know. Who... Just one second. Okay, thank you, dear. I don't know whose responsibility it is. So let's find that out first. Uh huh. Oh, Ingrid, we're not, we not allowing her to get to residency. Mm-mm. Not in Cayman, honey, jail. She better go back to the UK and apply for residency back over there. So, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. We got too many non compliant people here already. But this is the latest thing, right? They want to jump on a government job because with government, you don't require work permit. You go in on contract and then you go to different life. Can't get rid of you. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. Good morning, Sandra Hill. Here. How are yeah. you? Sorry about that. Oh, it came back to um, you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was. I was just talking around the department. Oh. It's, usually, it's usually the registrar, but she's off. Oh, so you guys have a registrar within the Health Practice Commission? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, am I able to send her an email? Yeah, any emails you need to send mm-hmm. should go to hpbusers mm-hmm. mm-hmm. at gov.ky. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right. I'll be sending an email this morning, but you can please tell everybody in the office that the only question I have is why is the current list of medical licensed medical professionals outdated by seven months? That'll make no sense. Excellent question. (laughs) Thank you, honey. Have a good day. Okay. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye-bye. I mean, hello. Like I said, half them people could have dropped down with COVID or whatever. We wouldn't even know. Seven months. But anyway, what I do know is that the license for this particular person, Dr. DC, 
actually expired. Um, let me get the date. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hey, I just wanted to give a quick ring back as I listen to you. Yes, and I, 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 am, I imagine um, this is the um, Kisses Go By Favors in this country and mm-hmm. Michael and Yoko are not the same color kind of conversation. And, and I listened to it with the most utter disgust. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a I had a similar incident happen with my helper earlier this week, mm-hmm. and um, through no fault of my own, I submitted the work permit on time. Mm-hmm. Um, I do accept that there was a page missing. However, to this date, I have yet to receive a message from work or immigration um, saying that, that that there was an error on my part. How I became aware of it was a recredit to my account. I called down there and for the life of nothing, nobody could really give me any definitive answer of mm-hmm. what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a little bit of digging, I ended up finding out what happened. I, my, subsequently, my nana ended up going over time because nobody even had the decency to say, well, boy, the permit was missing a page or whatever the case is. She went down there and was treated like a dog. Mm-hmm. A dog mm-hmm. told her that, um, that she's in breach of her permit. Or mm. she's in breach of the immigration law, and that I'm, I'm even threatened her that she should get an attorney. And I explained to them, and it wasn't until she clearly went to somebody down there with sense that she could that that person looked at it and said, "But there's no reason as to why the permit was returned." Mm-mm. So let me take some, I guess, use a common sense approach mm-hmm. to this um, situation and um, address it from there and she gave her some time mm-hmm. so as i listen to your story this morning now my helper is a black i'm going to say it because nobody will i will mm-hmm. my helper is a black jamaican mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. i just want bend people mind back a little bit mm-hmm. um I'll, I'll touch on a story and follow me for a minute does anybody recall the covid crisis when the whole world was in lockdown <laughs> yeah just a little bit <laughs> yeah, okay, because I, I know our memory short, right? Mm-hmm. Um, y'all remember that Canadian family that came here and was lost, like Christopher Columbus was supposed to go to Cuba, but ended up in Cayman and Horsted and Cowfort. Y'all remember that family? Mm, they were supposed to go to Cuba? They were supposed to go to Cuba, as far as I remember. They, they were sailing the world during a crisis. Oh, you remember that family? Yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Well, we rolled out the red carpet for them and then some. Remember, we put them up, somebody put them up in a condo and people are allowed to do whatever they want. This isn't any xenophobic rant, but this is to highlight the stark difference and just disgusting disparity of treatment in people of people in this country. And I'm going to say it based on color and nationality, mm-hmm. based on color and nationality. Mm-hmm. I see your story this morning. Mm-hmm. I see my own experience. Those persons who came here on a crisis they said, I'll pull up the news article. They said they wanted to be here just to ride out mm-hmm. as long so that they could be on their way. I don't know if they're on their way yet. You know what we did? We put them in school, put them up, gave them jobs and work permits and then some. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've left yet. Mm-hmm. The immigration of this country owes us a response on that matter. But mm-hmm. guess what? Mm-hmm. They're turning Jamaicans away hand over foot, though. Mm-hmm. They're turning them away, though. Mm-hmm. This, this is just ridiculous. This is some cock and bull story. People just do the hell as they please come into this country. And, and I'm sorry. It mm-hmm. looks blatantly discriminatory. Mm-hmm. 
This is the treatment and the disparity of black people in this country versus white people. No mm-hmm. one are creating us and them, and mm-hmm. no one are trying to create some uproar. But it is very blatantly mm-hmm. obvious, and it's mm-hmm. painful. It's well, painful. Something, I mean, something's here wrong. you are, here you are. Yeah, but 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 make a Caymanian don't submit their police record when they're going to apply for a job. You hear what? We can't interview them because they, we did, we not inter- even interview them because they didn't submit their their clean police clearance. Yet mm. we have a a professional, a medical professional who is allowed to kind of skirt the law, extended sick leave. Where the hell does that exist in the law? Where does that exist in the immigration mm-hmm. law? In the case of those people who rolled up here yeah. in very limited circumstances, very mm. limited circumstances, should a work permit be granted on island? I have had to send helpers home to come back to get their work permit. Yes, mm-hmm. they roll up here. Like I said, in the middle of a crisis, we roll up the red carpet and then some hook them up with job, car, house, and food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all now, all now, all now. Next thing you know, they'll be on to PR. Mm-hmm. They'll be on to PR. Mm-hmm. And you'll be I'm tired. I'm tired. Work permits should never lead to PR. They should never lead to it. Only in this country that foolishness happens, man. Mm-hmm. They roll over policy. Scrap it. Scrap it. Mm-hmm. Scrap it. It makes no sense. They're putting well, Canadians farther and listen farther to me. behind. Hold on, time. hold on now, John, 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 John says it should be scrapped because we can just let them roll and skate into getting, getting residency and getting status. What do you, what do you think about that? That is the same donkey guess who what? said in guess the last what? election, no more work permits. He better make up his mind guess, what the guess, hell he doing. Guess, guess what, though? There are people who live, who, who come here to work, who have no desire to move on to permanent residency, yeah. believe it or not. I know. Believe it or not. And we should we should right? allow that category to exist. And we however, should allow that category exactly. to exist. Exactly. Because you know what? In my opinion, those are the people who mm. tend to contribute the most. Mm. You know why? Yeah. They eat, breathe, live, and work here. Yes. Yes, they will repatriate their money. Yes, they have to. They mm-hmm. have to. But all they want to do is exist. Mm. All they want, they ain't here to take nothing from nobody. They are here to do nothing but eat and live. That's it. Mm-mm. But you got another breed. You got another breed that nobody don't want to talk about. They behave like wrecks. Everything their way. Mm-hmm. All for them. Me, me, me. I, I, I. My, my, my. Nobody not getting I'm talking about that breed of people. Mm-hmm. But I dare, I can put it out there and I'm going to just drop this. Mm-hmm. Drop this one. They, their love for Cayman is the size of the map that they wear around their neck. And they want to talk about us, 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 we, we, we. No, they don't know we, we, we. They will never understand my struggle. They will never identify with my struggle. Mm-hmm. They will never. But you want to know how much of them love Cayman? Tell them that in order to qualify to mm-hmm. be Caymanian or PR, they have to renounce the citizenship of their mm-hmm. home country. We will see. We Cut. will see how many want to actually be Caymanian. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. They are here to milk this cow. And to take what they can get and get mm-hmm. everything that they can get. Mm-hmm. And when the shit hit the fan, they're mm-hmm. the first ones mm-hmm. out. Don't forget yep. Ivan. We saw, Don't I was, I was just about to say, we, we, lo- loyalties Ivan. were tested right after Ivan. All right, caller. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you very, very much. Mm-hmm. I'll leave you there. The cold hard truth, honey child. That's what it is. So let, let me just say this, right? It is beyond peculiar that someone who has issues and her her medical so-called medical leave issues have nothing to do with a physical illness might be a little something ticky ticky not quite you know licky licky 
Um, sometimes people have problems and we as a community, especially when they come here to work as a professional, don't need to allow them to stay here and wreak their problems and everybody in the community. We have to, as gently as possible, but as firmly as possible, remember what I said to y'all about what Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer said? People need boundaries and limitations and a firm hand. We need to say, thank you. You're no longer able to perform the services which you came here to do on a work permit. So please, boom, be on your way. Return to the UK, honey child. But you see, she can't return to the UK because her business, DC Medical Limited, was dissolved and no longer is operating back in the United Kingdom. So she don't even have a business to return to. Y'all need to follow this. From 2020, she no longer has a business to return to. But let me show you how slack we are here in the Cayman Islands, right? Okay, let me pull up this. Although it's out of date, I'm going to pull up this um, list of uh, licensed practitioners as of April the 30th, 2023. Yes? Bear with me now, because you are going to see something here that is going to make you scratch your head even more. Hold on here now. Let me pull it up. Here we go. List of MDC, list of licensed practitioners. Okay. Let me ask you a question because this is very, very peculiar. Not only is this list outdated by seven months in terms of who a licensed practitioner actually is in the Cayman Islands, which for you and I as consumers who have to go to physicians, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put your mind to another physician, a female physician, who was out in this community wreaking havoc and performing all kinds of surgical procedures. I rem somebody remind me of her name. She was married to Mr. Ken there from West Bay. Of course, he had to quick time divorce her after this came out. She's an OBGYN. Do we still have her here messing people up? Um, didn't even have insurance and was operating. No medical insurance, but yet she was operating uh, and practicing in this country. Yes, Dr. Suzanne Muse. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, class paying attention today. Back in 2019, for those of you who are unaware of it, we reported that Dr. Muse was being sued for non-payment of malpractice insurance. Now, excuse me? Y'all understand the serious implications of this sort of thing? You allow someone to come into your country and you set certain perimeters, certain laws, that are meant to protect the good people of this community. And you do not even ensure that people are compliant with those. I gotta I got, I got make sure y'all understand where I'm coming from here this morning. Just a second. Let's pause the current case and back up just a little bit because you need to understand the problems that can arise when we are not properly vetting individuals and when they come here, we allow them to run amok. Let me refresh this page. We allow them to run amok with no sort of constraints whatsoever. How the hell can you practice medicine in the Cayman Islands without insurance? And you're allowed to do so for the longest time. Yeah? See what, she, see what it says here? 
Aon Risk is suing Dr. Suzanne L. Muse, or whatever the heck her name is, for failing to pay her agreed-upon annual premiums for a total of $74,694, covering two years worth of malpractice insurance. So she was here doing all sorts of stuff with people and no coverage for two years. So heaven forbid she killed you, killed your family members. See what somebody says she was a butcher. Yeah, well, yeah, you think? And then on top of that, wasn't paying her malpractice insurance. So when she messed people up, what could you do? Remember Lisa Turner? She was a friend to some of you. In February of 2017, she died after having what was called a routine surgical procedure to remove an ovarian cyst. And it was performed by the same doctor who had no malpractice insurance. Wow. What a hot mess. She used to operate out of West Shore Center and she kept moving around. When you actually went and viewed the reviews on her, all the way from Canada, where we imported this one from, you might really wonder how we could import a doctor that was getting a one-star review on a ratemds.com website talking about a botched operation by her in Cayman in 2015, how she had to do two corrective surgeries, caused this person a lot of pain and months of trouble. They say, honestly, she should not be allowed to use a scalpel let alone operate in areas where she has zero competence. I'm amazed that she's not been struck off. Wish I had read all the comments before I went to see her. K-Man, y'all need to wake up. Something is wrong. When we have professionals in the medical profession and we are allowing, we listen, all of them want to come here. I don't give, I don't give two cahoots what they want to tell you. This is a very lucrative environment to come. We have good insurance coverage as much as they complain about the insurance. Yes, their fees haven't been updated in 22 years. They can still come here and become millionaires. huh? They can still come here and, and, and get into doctor's hospital and run that over there. Remember? Because I used to be owned by Caymanian. Just reminding y'all of how this go. So we have incompetence that we're importing from the UK, from Canada, from Timbuktu, some of them European. There's another one too that the Hyde's family is suing his behind. We can wait on that situation, but this is at least the second or third person that he's killed. How many more? Remember poor Sue Hyde's? How many more are we going to allow him to kill before we can say, hold on a second now? Giving him surgical rights at the HSA? Surgical rights at other hospitals. Y'all better be careful when you give people surgical rights because they come into your facility and kill somebody and look bad on you. Huh? Let's go back to this current situation now. Look at this hot mess. On page, which page is she on now? Hold on. On page number nine of her slide, it says that she has a medical license from October 22nd, 2021 to October the 21st, 2023. What month are we in now, folks? 
Aisle five, clean up on aisle five, please. Yes, this is Detective Sandy reporting to clean up on aisle five. I'm going to report to you that now it is November the 29th. So for over an entire month, this woman has had no medical license, yet she remains in the Cayman Islands. Ask yourselves why. Mm, mm, mm. What you say? A whole month with no medical license and you've been, I don't know, on medical leave for over a year and you still can remain here in the Cayman Islands? CBC, where are you? Wake up. How is this being allowed to happen in our country? And you see, she might have issues ticky ticky upstairs, but she's not dumb. Because the first thing she wants to do is run over to the HSA and get a job. Because you know, civil servants, you don't have to pay no work permit. Um, you're not likely to ever get rolled over because they don't roll people over because there is no permit to roll over. And then you're entrenched in the system forever. And y'all know how difficult it is to, to fire a civil servant, child. You can't get rid of them, you know, hardly if anything. So that's what she's trying to do, get a job with HSA. Wow. Hmm. Now, I'm talking about the slackness of some civil servants. And again, if the cap don't fit, you don't worry about it. If it don't apply to you, don't worry about it. But tell me something else that is wrong with this. You see how it says here that her license is with the Cayman Islands Urgent Care Limited Trading as Doctors Express. But I just told y'all that the woman works for Integra Health, which is not Doctors Express. Huh, here you know. Yeah, boy. This is where it's at. She has not worked for Doctors Express, according to my research. Yes, inspector research. I'm at the inspector level now. If I worked with the RCIPS, I could be solving some murders in a jail. She has not worked over there for at least two years. So how the heck is these people who are doing this MDC list still have her listed as being with Doctors Express? The woman worked at Integra. That is her last place of employment. Okay, anybody can answer that question for me? This is just more slackness upon slackness. Good morning, caller. You you got some answers for me? I guess not. They hung up. So, uh, yeah. I mean, she not been with Doctors Express for a minute now. According to Integra Health, and again, they, they're the ones who claiming that she still worked for them. She's on extended medical leave. According to their website, she's a family health specialist GP in the Cayman Islands with a holistic approach and wide-ranging experience. Yeah, they might want to really look into that a little bit closer. So she's been with them for a minute, and nobody has updated that on the MDC list of licensed practitioners as of April 2023. So it's out, it's out of date by seven months, but actually it's out of date by a couple of years. Because something that has changed, and this is a critical bit of information, where someone actually works and who, you know, they have their medical license with, you would think is pretty important. Yeah? So I can only assume that she came here, not, this is not an assumption. She came here as a GP in Cayman in 2019. 
in both urgent care and the wider range of family uh, medicine services they claim. So I'm assuming that when she first came here and got her license, she was with Doctors Express. Yeah. Now, she went to um, Integra by my calculations, at least for the last couple years. And that information has not been updated by the MDC. Hmm. What are you saying? So you are relying on a document that says that this woman has a license and this is, you know, the, the um, you know, she's got to get a license affiliated with a medical facility. And that's not even who she's affiliated with. She no longer works there. This is a bunch of slackness. That is the only word. Listen, I've got a lot of words in my vernacular that I could be using right now. But sometimes the most appropriate word is the one that everybody can relate to. And the ones that, the one that all Caymanians are quite familiar with. Whatlessness and slackness. Is that what's going on here? Hmm? So, this is it now. Someone says the responsibility of maintaining the register of practitioners lies with the registrar of the council, which is Dr. Carlene Vassal Webb. Who on earth is she? And how long, how hard can it be to update a document? Let me see how many pages. I mean, it's only 35 pages. Do you have so many doctors that you can't even keep up? Huh? Honestly, something not right. There's so much more to this story, folks, that is extremely problematic. There are people who are familiar with this individual who have said that she is not of the professional standard that you would want any physician to be. In common language, she has a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of issues. She's not capable of practicing as a physician. So why do we have her in this country? Why is she still here? It's such a simple question. Yeah? My God. Mm-mm. W-O-R-C, do y'all not know what's really going on here? Do you not care? Does the MDC not know what's going on here? Do they not care? Now, employers, there's something to be said for you as well. Y'all are aware why she's on medical leave. And I'm not getting into that. I'm not trying to get into the woman's business too deep. But y'all know that the issues that she's facing will not be cured anytime soon. If you have to terminate her and cancel the work permit, my question to you is why have you not done so? Why are you allowing her to abuse the system? Now, the new HR manager, uh, let me, for, for completeness, tell you this much. Integra Health is now owned by Doctors Hospital. Doctors Hospital, that's Dr. Rado and all those physicians over there. I guess they're like a 
partnership of doctors that own Doctors Hospital, yes? Their HR manager is Mario Ebanks. Mario has worked in HR for many, many years in government. He's been all over the place. Uh, Mr. HR professional, Mario. Remember, he ran against McGeeva Bush in the last election. The only question that I have for you all is why are you helping this woman breach the immigration laws of the Cayman Islands by remaining in this country? Caller, good morning. Good morning, Sandy. Uh, I, I I don't have the answers for you this morning, uh, but I, I'll give you something that might help you reason out the answers. Uh, although I think that you already know the answers. It's just that we're having problems with who to solve these problems, right? Mm -hmm. you, you see, um, firstly, uh, I, I have come to the conclusion mm -hmm. that of the politicians who run for office in the Cayman Islands mm -hmm. have no intention to do the things upon which they campaign. Mm -hmm. They will go there, they will say, we are going to fix this particular problem, uh, but actually they have no intention of fixing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they haven't done anything. There's a, there's a, every government has, since I've been associated with the Cayman Islands for the last 20 years mm -hmm. has done some but they have not dealt with a lot of fundamentals. Why are we today still talking about about immigration? Mm -hmm. One of your last callers, when she said, "You know, why, why, why haven't they fixed this 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 issue about yes. immigration?" It is because they don't want to fix it. Mm -hmm. But they know that people want it to be fixed. So what do they do? They go to the people and they campaign that we are going to do this and do that. And then when they come in, uh, they make excuses and so on and so forth. Do, do you remember the time? The PPM, how they mm -hmm. came in with mm -hmm. that sweeping election in 2004, was well, the mass grants were a mistake. Mm -hmm. They were terrible. And, so, and mm -hmm. they were right about that. They were right. Yes. But when they came in, what did they do? Then nothing. they granted their own small. Yeah, they did nothing. And they did, they granted their little TLEPs. You remember that story about TLEPs? Oh, the people for TLEPs will never get PR. But in the end, when it was got close to the election, they granted them. Mm -hmm. I remember Mr. Anthony Eden in Parliament. Mm -hmm. saying that the way he viewed that was it was a, a, a small mass grant, somewhat yeah. similar to the one in 2003. Mm -hmm. So they, 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 they are talking things that they can't do. Now, let me just run through some few points about what you have covered this morning. Mm -hmm. You see, I have seen myself when I used to work for government experts being trained, experts without PR, because for me an expert technically is somebody who is still on work permit, being trained on Caymanian government money. I have seen it. I could name people, but I can't name them on radio. You know, mm -hmm. you are an expert working on contract in Cayman uh, and they train you on government money, not even mm -hmm. a loan, free money. And then after that, you complain when that person applies for a job with a Caymanian and then they say, well, they have better qualifications than a Caymanian. No, that is, that is ridiculous. Yes. Okay. I have seen also, again, people I can name by name, at least one person who was working on a work permit in government and was given study leave to go and do a master's for a one year and the job was being held open for her. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then she came back to work. Okay. And then one time a senior official was asked, I want to call the official. Why is it that you are using government money? to train people. Mm -hmm. This government official said, well, but I can't prevent anybody from doing that. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, that's nonsense. In other countries, what they do is there's a policy mm -hmm. where you are an expatriate, you come in, you know the job. 
you are not coming to be trained. Exactly. But somehow in, somehow in Cayman, you, you can come in and, and, and you still get, uh, uh, get, get a job. Uh, and then you are training. You remember the chief fire officer? Mm -hmm. He was he was called he, the last chief fire officer was recruited on the basis that they could train people and they had a background in training, mm -hmm. even if they did not meet the minimum qualifications for the job. What happened mm -hmm. when the chief fire officer came? What did he do? When he, when he came, he's the one who was going for seminars and getting training. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and then finally it became a public issue and then he had to go. Now. You have this thing, for example, also in uh, in the public service management law, which says that the Caymanian can only be given a job if their qualifications are roughly at the same level as an expert. Now, that doesn't give you any advantage at all. The rule should be, if you are a Caymanian and you qualify for the job, mm -hmm. in terms of qualifications and experience, they should give you the job unless there are some other problems. If you're mm -hmm. an alcoholic mm -hmm. or something like that. But, but if there's no other problem and you meet the qualifications, they should give you the job. Let me tell you where I came from. My, so my home country, far from here. In that home country, when I became chief of drafting, the drafting department, I had uh, 10 years experience. I had gone to the UK for five months to train mm -hmm. in drafting. I had come to Canada for two years plus and then went back home. I also had some uh, uh, experience from home. Mm -hmm. When the job was advertised and they found that I, I met the qualifications, the experience, they gave me the job. There were people who were experts who had 20, 25 years experience. I only had 10, but they gave it to me because they said you grow in the job because you meet the qualification. In Cayman, it, does, it doesn't work like that. Now, very mm -hmm. briefly about the, the, the registrar, of, uh, the registrar of, um, for the Medical and Dental Council. Mm -hmm. That's another ridiculous position. Mm -hmm. Why do you put a list of practitioners on a website? It is so that when I get up one morning, if I get up today, this is the 29th of November, mm -hmm. I want to see a, a doctor. I should be able to go to the website mm -hmm. and I should trust that any name I see today uh, on that list has got a license as of today as of, exactly. so that I can go there. Exactly. Exactly. So why do they put it out there? Mm -hmm. you, you know, in, even the judiciary, you know, is not exempt from this. A long time ago, mm -hmm. they used to have this website, which, which was out of date, like by about uh, even two, three years. And how it ended, and I'll end on this point. Mm -hmm. And what happened in particular, that particular website, I understand that the, a lawyer from the UK who assumed that these websites were up to date was appearing before a judge. And then pulled out this law and said, well, um, I'm reading from this law and ABC. And then the judge said, oh, no, 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 mm -hmm. that law is out of date. So the judge said, no, no, this law is up to date because I just got it today from the website. <laughs> then the judge, said, <laughs> the judge said, no, 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 that's not the latest oh one. The latest one gosh. I have is here. So the judge was, was, was very embarrassed and they pulled down that, that website within three days. Then that's how they started updating it. That's, that's the story behind it. But the, story, the interesting story behind it is that the lady who was now given a contract to, mm -hmm. to, to, to update the website, what she did was, she was one of those British lawyers who was working in government, was, just a, was not even a qualified paralegal, but was working as a paralegal. Uh, and eventually she was called to the bar uh, in the Cayman Islands. And after she was called to the bar in Cayman Islands, within six months she had left but that's a story for another day but this is a very important topic i just mm. thought i should chime in thank you so much appreciate it 
936-2626 is the telephone number. So certainly the slackness is not limited to the the medical profession. It's all over the place. So I saw your comment, um, Scott, says this is where CMR goes off the rails unless I miss something while we're on while we were on bathroom break, this is pure and dangerous speculation. Well, it's not pure and dangerous speculation, but there's certain things that I am not privy to say. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to work around it so that you all, because you're supposed to be paying attention and you're supposed to be relatively intelligent. What I'm telling you is this is someone who has been using the system. I'm going to put it as cleanly as I can here now, who's been using the system to remain in the Cayman Islands for their own reasons and the way in which they have been able to do so, because nobody don't want them practicing, is that they will claim to be mentally and of substance abuse unfit. So now you just keep me here on a work permit. Do I need to be any more clear than that? You asked the question also, well, how do we know, since you've already said that this list is out of date, how do we know that she has a current license? Well, my dear Scott, this is where my Scotland Yard's fake degree comes in handy. Well, everybody else can pretend to be detectives around here with the RCIPS. Why can't I? It's called by deduction. So we already know that she is on leave Although I've got sources that say that Integra has actually fired her. And those sources are well-placed. Okay. Who would be taking out, Scott, think about it now. Scott Linyard 101. Who would be taking out a license for her to continue working with them if she's no longer with Integra Health? Certainly not the HSA. She was trying it. She's running over there trying to get a job. That's why she's over there trying to get a job. Because now she has an expired license on her hand as of October. Integra Health is done with her. So she runs over to HSA. They can quick time hire her. This, is, this was the plan. Put her into the position and reapply for her license. Now, you know I'm not a betting woman. But anytime I make this statement, that means you can take it to the bank. You can take your cash to the bank and you can cash it. If I were a betting woman, $5, because I don't believe in wasting money, $5 would say, if these people would dare update this list, that she currently has no license to practice in this country. She's not affiliated with any entity in this country. She wants an affiliation with the HSA, but the HSA better dig and they better dig really, really good and run like the goats running from the mountaintop in Jamaica. Hmm. Wow. I'm even hearing of letters of concerns about suspected severe ethical violations in her profession. Scott, sometimes I need you to read between the lines and keep up. All right. Where are we at? Where are we at, folks? I'm telling you, 
She should not be in this country. And CBC and WORC have some questions to answer, some very serious questions to answer as of today. In fact, I could go as far as saying that maybe they have even told her to leave and she just hasn't left. And that would be an offensive overstaying. Mm-hmm. What a mess. Morning, El Ray. Moya says if HSA ever hired her, her first patient better immediately take HSA to court. Well, I think HSA is being much more cautious these days because, you know, they have that new JCI accreditation. So in the past, they may not have been asking for credentials and reference letters and double check-in and triple check-in, but they're doing it these days. In fact, I'm going to give them a little bit of shout out today. Because remember the nurses that I was telling you about some months ago who were here practicing in this jurisdiction without a nursing license and certainly not the one that they claim? Who do you think? These fake nurses back in May? Yeah? Whatever happened to that investigation, by the way? And MDC, like any other government entity, they do these investigations and then we hear absolutely nothing about it. They were investigating this. What was the outcome? Hold on. Where's my little black book? Let me write that down. That might require an FOI. Hold on here now. FOI. MDC. They don't even believe in answering emails over the MDC, I can tell you. MDC re-fake nurses. You see, these types of reports should be something that is put in the public domain. There's nothing to hide here. You did an investigation. Oh, that's the nursing and my midwifery council. Thank you. Nursing and midwifery council. Yes. Uh-huh. We need to reach out uh, and see where that report is and whatever happened. But I can tell you again, from my, um, my research, what I do know is these individuals were actually caught by the HSA because they were trying to get into the HSA. You see, this is the ploy. You get in with government, you're gone clear. And government needs to be very, very careful. This is why you should be triple scrutinizing anybody who wants to work with government. So, you know who brought them in? Doctor's Hospital in aisle five, please. They were trying to skirt around the answer when I was asking them very, very directly. Did you hire these people? <coughs> Sorry. Where did they come from? Oh, all kind of skirting around the answer. Oh, no, they can't tell me a straight answer. Well, guess what? I don't appreciate when you can't answer the question straight. Because when you can't answer the question straight, I mean, it raises an eyebrow as to why can't you just say it? What's the problem? You either hired them or you're not. Well, we're we're investigating. And <laughs> no, 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 no. There's, there should be need, no need for a hiccup when you are simply telling the truth. Yes, fake nurses. Dr. Margot McRae, who is the director of strategic services and pharmacist over at Doctors Hospital. Oh, no, she can't give me a straight answer. Oh, our chief nurse is currently in maternity leave. Apologies for the delay. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you for your patience. Uh, I'm sure you know that an individual is currently having credentials examined. Duh. That's why I asked you 
Oh, that's why I messaged you and said that the heading said nurses with fake credentials. Of course, I already know that. You don't have to state the obvious, Dr. Margo. Verification of credentials and licensing to work in the Cayman Islands is handled by the health practitioner through its various subcommittees and councils. So they're passing the buck. They're saying, well, you know, they didn't catch it. The Nursing and Midwifery Council didn't catch it. So all organizations rely on the council's very robust processes to ensure only individuals adequately qualified are granted licenses. Well, that's why that's why Doctors Hospital don't have no JCI qualification. <laughs> because one of the requirements of the JCI qualification is that you don't rely on anybody else to do your background checks for you. You do it yourself as an institution. So Doctors Hospital, that is beyond slack that you're going to tell me you're going to rely on somebody else to know whether somebody's actually a nurse or not. So it was only, somebody said, yeah, well, the process was not robust now, was it? <laughs> you think? So it was only when HSA, as part of this whole new JCI accreditation, said, oh, yeah, we need to have your, your certificates and all this kind of stuff, that they realized that two nurses supplied the exact same transcripts the exact same certificate. That's how they recognize that this was a fraud. Same grade, same everything. All they did was change a name. Falsifying documents, that should be a criminal offense. Are these people going to be criminally charged for the documentation of records? Huh? And yes, Doctors Hospital brought them to the Cayman Islands. So they need to stop talking foolishness in an email to me. As came on into say, I wasn't born this size. This is ridiculous. These are people who you put your life in their hands and you hope and pray that they know what they're doing. But it should be more than a hope and a pray. There should be some guarantees in the system. Where is the oversight? I told y'all in May about this loophole in our not so robust system that allowed this to even happen. And nobody in this country has addressed this concern as yet. We don't know if this midwifery council has concluded their investigation, where the investigation is, nothing. And this is so typical, unfortunately, in this country. Concerns are raised. We have a big moment of, oh, what's going on? We write one article, oh my God. And then it dies down. And then they hope that you forget all about it and we just continue on with our dysfunctional lives. And nothing ever gets fixed. And then the next time it happens and somebody gets killed, you know, then, you, then you're going to be suing whoever decides to hire people like this. And you would have every single right to do so. It is not enough that we complain. It is not enough that CMR writes one article, that we do one show. And then we just go on with our lives. No, 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 no. We need to start filing some real serious complaints with oversight bodies. And who sees the who oversees the oversight bodies? That's the other question I have. Every single agency in this country needs to have some oversight, whether it's the judiciary, the police, or politicians. Go straight down. It does not matter. Nobody is above the law. That's a fundamental principle in a democracy. 
That's what I tell y'all. My recent little mishap with the RCIPS is not going to go just so. I've already taken the RCIPS to court and on my own won a judicial review case to say the way in which they were issuing work per, um, uh, search warrants and handling that was flawed. As a result of that lawsuit, JPs were raked across the coals yet again as being incompetent because anybody in this country can be appointed a JP. You could be half blind, half deaf, and dumb as a, a conk rock. And you can get that appointment, and yet you're looking at legal documents. You're signing off on documents. The police are using you because they know you're easy to use, and nothing ever changes. You have to be prepared to challenge the system if you want real change. And because of that lawsuit, I didn't get a single dime because my name not Judge Henderson and I'm not of that caliber, right? I don't get a single dime, but he got $3 million for this almost exact same concept of a lawsuit. I don't get nothing, but he gets $3 million. But you know what I got? I got the satisfaction of knowing that right now, JPs have to go through training in this country because of that lawsuit. And if I sat back and had done nothing and said nothing, they would still be going on with all their shenanigans today. So what I'm telling you, the fine people of the Cayman Islands is, folks, we have got to not just speak up, we have got to stand up, and we have got to be willing to follow the process in terms of complaints. So, Mr. Uriel Williams, I don't care how long you've been with the RCIPS, the way that you handled the case that night was completely wrong, and yes, I will be filing a formal complaint with the Ombudsman's office. Because the RCAPS needs to retire people like you. You should not be sitting in a position where you go to any, any sort of crime of seeing nothing to investigate anything because you don't have the basic skills required. You lack understanding, fundamental understanding of the law. And this was not a complex case. We need to start calling people out. Morning to Johan. You still munching on them brown is What is he saying? If anybody what? that works with me or is employed by me is friends with Auntie Sandy, including those in a work permit, I hope you will have WRC raid their dwellings because these inside well-placed sources causing all sorts of issues for companies and civil service in the scene. Um, Johan, take several seats in the back of the classroom and no more brownies for you, sir. Clearly the sugar making you loopy. This is exactly what we need. These things have been hidden for far too long. How much more must the people suffer, mostly in silence, because they're still afraid to speak up? Enough is enough. Johan goes on to say, real talk. Now he has to get serious. Every day I come to the same conclusion around 10.30 a.m. It doesn't matter who is premier, deputy governor, speaker of the house, elected MPs, attorney general, blah, blah, blah. Auntie Sandra Hill runs K-Man. No, 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 no. I'm not running K-Man. I'm running the truth, <laughs> which is something that unfortunately in that whole list of people there, very few are well-versed in. They may use the truth when it's convenient for them, but a lot of them lacking in the truth. And there's a big difference. So we have to address these issues as a matter of very, very serious concern. So Dr. DC hasn't killed anybody yet. 
You know, she hasn't botched any surgeries to the best of my knowledge yet. But my question is, why would we wait for that to happen? The writing is all over all four walls. Can we not address this before it gets to critical mass? Like, seriously? 936-2626. Marquette, good morning. She says, what a hot mess, honey. Trust and believe. Oh, my gosh. Yes, sir. Scott says, uh, if it's CIG, there's no oversight anywhere at any time. Peter, principal on full display. <laughs> well, you know, there are oversight mechanisms in place, but we have to start using them as um, consumers in this country. We have to start demanding better, not just expecting better, demanding better. And when they don't deliver, start dealing with the situation. Floss Boss says there are a lot of fake degrees in position in Cayman. Some employers even know it's fake. Scam all around. Mm -mm. Siobhan says, I don't understand why people can't just get something done. Why wait until something bad happens? Like it's so backwards and dumb. Moya says immigration also needs to put stipulations in place for the supporting evidence and qualifications to be submitted in support of particular work permits before a permit is granted. We need stronger oversight on work permit grants. Well, you know, the irony of that, Moya, is there were so many people that you would think could have been in a position to even catch the fake nurses and didn't. So it's like immigration's like, no, 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 because they don't get a regular work permit. They go through the, the nursing and midwifery council and the MDC for physicians, right? So they put the burden on them. And then once they check all the boxes over there, then WRC says, well, you know, that council did their job. So we just, it's a rubber stamping exercise is what it is. Amani says lots of medical facilities here in Cayman have fake, fake doctors and nurses, especially one particular nationality that seems to be taken over as we speak. Well, I mean, I don't know about a lot. I don't suspect that there are a lot, but one is one too many when these people have their your life in their hands that's the problem this, this isn't like um you know you're a fake gardener what's a what's the worst you can do as a fake gardener mess up my pepper trees cut a bush that shouldn't have been cut that'll grow back these are people's lives you're performing surgery in people you're killing people in this country there's a difference I even know of a young lady who got prescribed the wrong medication and her had a severe reaction to it, almost died. These things are a matter of life and death. And that's why it should be triple checked. That is why a list that is seven months out of date is a useless list. It's not even worth the PDF um, document that it saved on the file document. This is ridiculous. Who else on this list is not even a doctor and came out right now? We don't even know. Hmm. Seriously? We have a rheumatologist that expired October 17th. Well, they're with the HSA, so hopefully they've renewed that one. We can go through and look at all the ones in October. Here's another one. Um... OBGYN, October 14th. 
you know, how do we know that any of these are actually valid? We don't know. Here's one that expired September the 10th. We could go through all of these. May, uh, May 19th, July 25th, August the 8th. We would have no way of knowing who is currently a physician in this country. And I'm going to agree with the last caller. I was given them the benefit of the doubt and said, well, you can at least keep it updated by the month. But this is something that should be available in real time. This should be database driven, not a friggin' PDF document. And once it's database driven on the website, you update it, boom, it's automatically updated for the world to see. Alvary <laughs> says, what's a conk rock? I've never heard of that one before. You know what I mean. Oh, Miss Lucille says, Sandy, I'm going to change you from Mar Road to, to what? FB, undercover. Oh, FBI, undercover center. And I don't have to find money to send you back to university laughing out loud. God bless you always. What a hot mess. Johan, go sit down. Go sit down and watch another football match. Chum. Um, Siobhan says, too many on a power trip and don't care about the people that came in islands. What a hot mess. Good morning, Miss Sue. I see you shopping up a storm. Where did you go? Was that Tampa? I couldn't quite make out where you were. Says no one is doing anything to help the Caymanians. Like I said, what's good for one is not good for the other person. And this is really about equality, right? Um, I think it was Charles that said, well, Sandy, you know, there's different rules for them because they're white. I don't give a to cahoots what they look like and who they are. Everybody has got to be held accountable. Johan says he's not sharing his brownies with this woman. She's going to come knocking on your door, not mine. It's just ridiculous. Gabby says it's is HSA government, though. They don't have Cynico, and they're not getting that extra $1,500 from what I hear. Well, that's not necessarily true, that last part. I'll tell you about that here in a second, because I do want to talk a bit more about that $1,500. Um, but they are an SG. They fall into the statutory authorities category. So yes, they're not part of central government, but they're still owned by government. So they're part of government. Good morning, caller. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning. I'm, I'm listening about uh, all the potentially expired licenses. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the expiry of the license is not necessarily the biggest problem because if you were uh, a licensed uh, brain surgeon yesterday, and your license expired uh, at the end of last month doesn't mean you're no longer qualified. What you are no longer is covered in case of liability. Exactly. Well, I'm saying there's a lot of things that are tied to that license, right? Exactly. I mean, any kind of any kind of question that should arise. Uh, I, as you know, I was uh, an airline pilot for mm -hmm. many uh, years. And the fact of the situation is that if I flew an airplane while my license was expired mm -hmm. and anything, it did not have to be related to the fact that I flew mm -hmm. or anything, the investigators, especially the insurance investigators, mm -hmm. would deny the claim. Absolutely. They would deny the claim. That's right. And that is the biggest problem, you know. And, and unfortunately, it is, 
it is part of the lifestyle that oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna uh, put that on the on the register that you have been renewed but sometimes it could take months mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely and, and it is it no longer it is no longer doable in this day and age because we have a uh, a society that likes to litigate mm-hmm. and, and and unfortunately some of the mistakes that can be made by a licensed or non-licensed person can be very very costly because they can mm-hmm. have a huge impact on the victim's life mm-hmm. absolutely thank you so anyway. much appreciate the call You're welcome. all right my dear Bye. and yes i mean that that's the whole point of you know licensing uh the caller makes a valid point doesn't mean that you couldn't get up today and perform the same surgery you did yesterday, whether you had a license or not. But there are things that are tied to that license. And that's why I was bringing in the whole point of medical malpractice insurance, which is something that is very, very important for a doctor to have. Because even if they make a mistake, they're human beings. Sometimes they make a mistake. Things happen during surgery. You have that coverage for a reason. And when you don't have that coverage because you breach the law, it's the same thing when you drink and drive. Insurance in this community, in this country, by law, can deny your claim. And now you have innocent people, and we're going to have such a person on the show on maybe on Friday. You've got innocent people who are now going to have to suffer because you are not compliant with the law. And because you are not compliant, your insurance company has the right to deny any responsibility for you. And by the way, I think this is something that we may have to really think about changing because it's causing a lot of serious problems. So they will deny a claim because you were drinking DUI or because you didn't have an active license and by law you're supposed to have a license. They look for any and any, every and any reason to deny your claims. Good morning, Paul. Paul, joining us from Bermuda this morning, says, what a hot mess, Auntie Sandra. You need to be working the RCIPS special branch. <laughs> Champ, please. They got too much slackness going on over there for me to fool with them. Morning, Mary, says, this is beyond pathetic. Where is the accountability? I, I, I'm here saying that I don't know where that accountability is. Because as far as I'm concerned, there is none. And we are, the, 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 the overarching point here, though, is we are allowing people to use us as a country, to use the benefits that they would get here. She wouldn't be able to do this in the UK, I can assure you of that, right? To take advantage of the system. Why are we allowing that to happen? It's bad enough when our own people are trying to abuse us and take advantage of the system. Nobody else should be permitted to do it. Nobody should be permitted to do it, but definitely not if you're not even from here. So I want to talk also about acupuncture. Now, y'all know that um, I'm a believer in acupuncture. However, you have to know what you're doing when it comes to acupuncture, yes? You know you can kill people with acupuncture? If you don't believe me... (laughs) Go back to our CMR website. I'm telling you this website is becoming a whole treasure trove of information in an archival way. Back in March of 2018, 
We did an article about a lady by the name of Miss Debbie. Miss Debbie used to work for government. I think she's since retired, maybe. I don't know if she's fully retired, but I mean, she's retired, but I don't know if it's medical board or retired, but she's no longer, she might just be regularly retired. So an acupuncture therapy visit almost killed Debbie Pennington Ebanks, one of her own. Y'all know Miss Debbie. She went and had, uh, here, Siobhan said, wait, but what? What? How? how? Listen, these are needles, you know? And depending on where you place a needle, it can have very serious repercussions. In her case, she had an acupuncture uh, procedure. Shortly thereafter, she started having difficulty breathing. Now, let me tell y'all something. I told you yesterday about my first, how I first got into acupuncture. And I've actually been in Florida and Orlando. They have a training facility there where you can get acupuncture real cheap because they're students, but they're being, you know, oversight and they're doing acupuncture on you. And, you know, this is what happens in the real world. You allow certain people to practice on you, but you know the liability. But, you know, they'll even ask you questions like, have you had anything to eat today? Because if you go in and have acupuncture done and you haven't had food, depending on where those needles are placed, you can have a problem. So they need to know, like, you're not going to get woozy and pass out after an acupuncture procedure. There are things that they need to know about you and about your medical history. This is not no joke, joke thing. So poor Miss Debbie, she goes to a local physician who takes a two-day course. This is what happens to a lot of plastic surgeons in the U.S. as well. They take a little minor course, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, I'm a breast surgeon. No, you're not. You're not touching my boobies. No, thanks. You have to be very careful. Taking a two-day course does not make you acupuncturist. And what they do is called dry needling. And as I informed you yesterday, that's very different than traditional acupuncture. Different types of needles. There's a different depth at which needles are utilized. So poor Miss Debbie goes back to work and starts having difficulty breathing. She almost died, huh? Y'all listen to me. She almost died because that physician who took a little miniature course in acupuncture punctured her lungs and almost killed her. And then after she had a collapsed lung, he tell her uh, she must drive herself to the hospital. <laughs> wow. So thanks to Dr. Omar Felix. By the way, where is Dr. Omar? I heard he left Cayman. Is he in, um, he's in Canada or somewhere now? He used to be at the HSA with child. He then moved on. Dr. Omar Felix and Dr. Shamari Blake saved her life in the emergency room at HSA. Um, because trust me, a collapsed lung, will that's fatal. Right? They uh, performed a, uh, what is it called? Thorac. Thoractomy, thorac. Hold on, that's where they put the tube in your throat, if I'm not mistaken, to allow you to be able to breathe. Because basically, your lungs, once they're deflated, cannot help you. Hold on, let's get there. 
thrustomy. Oh Lord Jesus, we're gonna need dictionary.com for this one. Hold on now. We can get the we can get the correct pronunciation. That's what I love about dictionary.com. They tell you how to pronounce everything. All right, let me see now. Um dictionary. There's two different ones. There's a oh gosh, there's a toracotomy versus a oh Lord have mercy. What's the difference? Thoracotomy. There we go. Make sure I get it right. All doctors listen like Sandy. What the hell? Thoracotomy. Yeah, so thoracotomy. And there's a thoracostomy and a thoracotomy. What's the difference? So one is an incision into the chest cavity. The other one is the construction of an artificial opening through the chest wall, usually for the drainage of flu flu fluid or the release of abdominal accumulation of air. So she had, let me tell you which one she had now. She had the cotomy. She had this one on this side. Thoracotomy, right? So they had to insert a thoracotomy tube um, and basically, you know, <laughs> relieve some of the discomfort and improve her ability to, to, um, to breathe since she had a collapsed lung. <laughs> so my point is, even with something you think, oh, acupuncture is so simple. What's the big deal? Pneumothorax. That's, that's what she had, a collapsed lung. Okay. So listen to me now. I understand that there's somebody moonlighting in Cayman. And again, whether it's the midwifery council, the MDC, I don't know who's responsible for this, but y'all need to get on top of it. They uh, are moonlighting, claiming to have all sorts of credentials when it comes to acupuncture when they've just done a little miniature course. Don't fool with these people, you know? Because you go in there and they puncture your lung and kill you, what are you going to do? I'm going to be getting her details, her name, and we're going to be exposing her as well because I need to find out who hired her and what facility she works at. I'm in the preliminary stages of my investigation on that particular case, so do give me some time. But even the initial concerns brought to my attention are shocking. Claiming that she has way more experience in acupuncture than she does. Claiming she has certifications and degrees and pretend like she's a doctor when she really isn't. Say what? Yeah. This is very dangerous. I told y'all on yesterday's program, I've had acupuncture on this island. The person of my choice that I go to is Gavin. He has had a six years of, of, I think his degree took him six years, and then he does a six-month practicum, and he's been practicing for many years since then, where he was supervised at every turn as he was in the field. Don't make nobody take one little one, two-week course or even a one-year course and come and tell you that they're as qualified as him because it don't go so. Be very, very careful. Speaking of which, the shoulder, I had a little treatment yesterday. I went for my acupuncture appointment, feeling much better. I might have to go back again next week and get my back worked on some more. Um, India says, that man ruined my mommy's quality of life forever. What man? Oh, yes. Thank you, India. Wait, Miss Debbie has another daughter. How are you only know about Aquina? I don't know about you, India. Oh, hi. How are you? Yes, I mean, poor Miss Debbie. Jeez, some peace. She's lucky to be alive. And you know, the sad thing is, 
this is what they do now. They're going to hide who it was. And, you know, oh, we can't say who he is. I mean, Miss Debbie can't tell you who he is, but I can tell you who he is because I not signed no, no agreement with nobody. <laughs> he didn't He didn't give me no money. There's no settlement here. Y'all want to know who it is? Hmm? What mess? Denver says there's so many unique qualified people working in our islands, you'll be shocked to know. Our government does not have the capacity to do their due diligence as rubber stamping permits. Well, we need to perhaps slow things down a little bit and um, find the capacity because it's very, very dangerous. Um, what a hot mess. And India confirms that her mom was medically boarded because, you know, after this, I think her, her life, you know, as you say, it was never um, the same ever again. Uh, Daniela says, I was a victim, also paid money to do a C-section, and the doctor couldn't operate because his license had expired. <laughs> wow. That's another good point, Daniela. Um, physicians who have access to surgical facilities, say, for example, you know, the HSA, if the HSA is relying on this list, which I don't know if they are or not, are they potentially allowing physicians to have access and even doctors, hospital, anywhere that, that does this thing where external surgeons can come in and use their facility? Do they have an updated list of who's properly licensed and who isn't? That's a very good question. Uh, Bravon says, Dr. Omar Felix, he may be at doctor's hospital. I heard he'd actually left the jurisdiction, but I can certainly find out. Carla says, Gavin is the best. Siobhan wants to know who the person is. <laughs> well, is he still in Cayman even? Hold on. Let me try and find out. I can tell you all because, you know, like I said, it's, I mean, they can't do nothing to me because what I'm telling you is the truth. Um, so he's a chiropractor. And again, this is where you got to be careful with certain, you know, professions. A chiropractor who also wants to be an acupuncturist, needs to go and do the proper training to be an acupuncturist. Okay? So, Dr. Lippitt, is he still in Cayman? I love these little generic websites that they put up. Oh, I'll do sports uh, injury treatment. I'll do neck pain injury treatment. I'll do acupuncture. I'll do that. You're not doing no acupuncture in me, Bobo. Not after you almost killed Miss Debbie. I don't think so. I guess he's still here. It looks like he's still here. West Shore Wellness. Go and put two and two together and you should get four. Strong Wilt, good morning. Um, says, hi, also doctor's rectory. Who's, who's doctor's rectory? Damage my two tube removing fillers. Your what? What tubes? Uh-huh. All right, folks, let's talk a little bit about this $1,500 because this is causing nothing but pure havoc in the community. I ran out of water today. I was doing so much talking. I'm on my little ice shavings at the bottom of my cup here. Mm -hmm. One little smidgen left. So listen now. Good morning, First Lady, honey child. Aren't you on vacation? How are you doing? So one of the issues that this situation has created and I need y'all to listen carefully to me now, is that everybody in the civil service is saying, well, 
The premier Giuliano Connor Conley can find $1,500, the tune of over $6 million is what we calculated. And that's, that is if the 2022 figures of how many people employed in civil service is accurate. It probably has gone up since then, but let's use that as just as a, a minimum, six point something, $6.6 million or whatever. Yeah. They're like, well, if she can give that kind of money out, what about me? And you know what? Everybody saw this coming. A blind mind in China kind of seen this coming. Because all of the agencies are now like, what about me? What about me? You know what? She should have to pay every single Caymanian, whether they work in the civil service or not, $1,500 in the month of December. Now, I don't believe in taking money when you don't need it. But to teach Juliana O'Connor Conley a lesson that you cannot buy people, I want my $1,500 too. I donate it. It is ridiculous that she has done this and her other ministers jumping in as though this is a good thing for the people of the Cayman Islands. This is not a good thing. But if y'all want to be, you know, the heroes coming in on a white horse, then give every single Caymanian $1,500 for Christmas. Because look here. Their CEO is directors and chairperson. I'm happy to advise that the UPM, that's the UPPF government, is in full agreement that the $1,500 one-time payment for the month of December that is being awarded to civil service employees is also extended to all SAGCs once savings can be found to support such payments. <laughs> Let me pause there. Once savings can be found, where did y'all find the six point something million dollars in central government from to begin with? When, when the financial secretary told y'all to wait, you're not even listening to good advice. Anyway, Minister of Tourism and Ports claims that Cayman Airways, PACI, that would be Port Authority, CIAA, CINAA, and the Turtle Center employees will be receiving the one-time payment as the necessary savings have been found in the respective entities. Hmm, really? As the Minister for Tourism and Ports, I'm happy to be able to do this one-time grant as I know all of the above entities' employees, I think there's supposed to be apostrophe in there somewhere, apostrophe S, um, have worked extremely hard over the last year. And in light of the increased cost of living, it will be a welcome payout. Please feel free to share this happy news to your staff. Okay, that's fine. But again, my only question is, can we afford it? Because giving somebody a one-time payout, the cost of living never goes down. So are we going to start doing this every single year? Are you guys going to find money in the budget each and every year to give Caymanians a bonus? And I think you need to extend it. What about the pensioners? They're crying foul here. They're like, well, we get in the lease. We don't even have a job. And we get in the lease little money. What about us? So, Julie, you better go digging in your coffers. Cancel that Brack school. I better not see that show up on no budget come uh, December the 8th. And find all of the money to give everybody $1,500 a month. Your pensioners want to know where's their $1,500. Just saying. Now, Gabby mentioned earlier the HSA isn't going to be getting the $1,500. Well, 
I don't think that they have been able to identify where the money coming from yet. But you see the instructions. You see what government has said. If you can find the money, then give it to them. But at what real cost to the people of this country? The problem with this type of decision as well, I want to point this out in case y'all are missing it. When you have ministers and the premier now of this country, right? Instead of what the previous premier did, which is like, you know, folks, we're going to be tight this year. Let's not spend money where we don't have to spend it. Let's be fiscally responsible. When you don't have that happening and you have them just spending money like it's water when they don't have it. You got a problem, folks. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got a serious problem. And uh, my concern is that a real bad precedent has been set and for all the wrong reasons. Are you going to be in a position to do this every single year? Because nobody can show me where the cost of living has ever come down. They're also putting undue pressure, whether purposely or not, on all of the authorities to now find the money. So every single board, whether it's the HSA board, you know, SEMA board, all of these people now need to have meetings to see if they have it in their budget to pay their employees $1,500 a head. And even if they don't have it, you could see how this could be construed as undue pressure. I'm waiting on the Auditor General. Madam, please, where are you? I know you're coming up on Christmas break now, but I'm waiting on her to really do a deep dive into this decision. She needs to get the minuted notes where the financial secretary, Mr. Kenneth Jefferson, said, don't do this now. I cannot advise you do this because you might be putting the government in a deficit. He went on record Miss Auditor General, go find it. Scrape and rape these people. Rake, not rape. Good Lord, definitely not rape them. <laughs> rake them over the coals with the truth. See what somebody said, not including the pensioners is discriminatory. That's what y'all get. The pensioners should sue you too for their money. And every Caymanian should sue you. Because when you make a bad decision, you're not just making it for a select group. Or one group, you're making it for all of us because all of us have to pay when government is in the red. Sure. Tell you what. Alejandro says, now we talking, Sandy. What a hot mess. Uh, Siobhan says, yeah, pass that $1,500. Yes, so. Laughing out loud. Every month at that, says Alejandro, you see? You see the socialist mentality y'all creating government talking about you want to give us something for nothing? Yes, honey, child. Your people will start asking you for money every month. You're going to be like the poor Seminole Indians where every, every um, Indian on the reservation is a drunk and an alcoholic and don't want to work because you're giving them thousands of dollars a month to do nothing. Alejandro, there's no such thing as a free meal in life, you know. Nothing is free. And I can even go as far as telling you that anything that you get for free is probably not worth it. Just like some of y'all got these girlfriends and women for free. They're not worth it either. I'm just saying. Um, that's telling y'all the cold hard truth. Mm -hmm. They're not worth it either. What a hot mess. Yep. Y'all want freeness. Y'all want freeness. 
You pay for everything. Hmm. Yes, sir. All right. Um, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Let me put up that quote for you to ruminate on for a minute. Mm-hmm. Let us say God bless him that has his own. Miss Sue said, I heard a lot more about this. Government gave themselves a big fat raise too. Was unbelievable yet to all yet to help us all for Christmas. Damn right. She should have to give everyone fifteen hundred dollars. Um, do they get the fifteen hundred dollars as well? I certainly hope not. <laughs> Let's make sure we ask that question just in case. Just in case, because only God knows. Good morning to Ms. Brenda. She says, I'll pass on that $1,500 and settle for the implementation of the district councils. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mm-mm. Aliana says, where's mine? For the last three months of the slow season. You see, everybody can use $1,500, you know? Oh. Ingrid said that they should receive the full fifteen hundred, the full salary, and not fifteen hundred dollars, and that should be every year, like other countries. Oh, so you think now that they should give them if you make five grand a month, uh, you should get five grand. If you make ten thousand dollars a month, you should make ten thousand dollars a month. What for? But you see this slippery slope. You start with fifteen hundred dollars, and where do you end up? Good morning, Soka. She says I stay away from chiropractors. They will help. That one part you went to, that they will help that one part you went to, but mess up another part to make sure you keep coming back to them. Lucky if you find one you can trust. <laughs> El Ray says, CMR was reliably informed that the financial secretary, Ken Jefferson, had advised the PAC government to not give out this money. Yet when it came up, uh, when it came up in a previous discussion, he recommended that they wait. Yes. Yep. But they wouldn't listen, you see, because... The ulterior motive here is, oh, I just cut um, Premier Panton's throat to get this position. I know the people are not happy about it. They're talking about they want to riot in the streets. They want a new election. They want this. They want that. They're seeing me for the real Judy Santa that I am. So let me throw in a red hearing. Let me give them $1,500 for Christmas. And that'll give them something to distract them and something to talk about. So we all good, right? Yay. Yeah, that's that's the end goal. Somebody said, please hit that kaboom button. Kaboom! And it's not a bonus because you don't give bonuses to any and everybody. Bonuses are normally earned in some way, shape, or form. So this just giving out money because we claim we got it. Oh, no, honey child. I'm not for that. Uh, Scott says, did you ever get into the non-paid performance pay? Um in all these government contracts, drop in the bucket for those owed thousands and contractually earned money. These non-paid performance pay. I'm not even familiar with what that is, to be honest. Um, Ms. Brenda's question, if the present school in the BRAC is old and full of asbestos, don't you agree that the structure should be condemned, demolished, and a new school built? Oh, is that the business case for it? Because I'd not heard this before. Where'd that come from? Bearing in mind that our children occupy the building for most of the day. Oh, so who has said this, that it's a condemned building? An independent source or the MP for the BRAC is claiming that? Um, where has that come? I've, I've never heard that before, so I'm not sure where that has come from. That's, that is certainly news to me. 
Uh, Yasmin says, what about the schools? They need $1,500. Well, they better find money to fix that AC at Clifton Hunter. That's what they need to find some money for. Tell me they got millions of dollars to waste. Alejandro says, Julie's afraid of losing people's attention. Well, I don't think their attention is the problem. Um, we just don't believe that she's a, a loyal, ethical person. Gabby says $1,500 can't do anything. Make it $2,000. You know what? Make it ten dollars a person. That's what, that's what y'all should be telling her. You want to buy your vote? Well, at least make your vote count for something. $1,500 is not worth nothing for your vote to keep putting the same duplicitous persons in office? <sighs> no, sir. Um, Adonza says they are indeed messing with the weather. Which? The weather? Which weather? Is there a snowstorm coming? Anyway, honey child, 9362626. What a hot mess. Um, the previous conservative position of the Premier Panton, where he said that he was not prepared to risk this country's uh, financial position, has obviously been thrown. Uh, he said he was put, he was not willing to put this country's fiscal stability at risk. That obviously has been thrown to the dogs. What's the current number of civil servants that we have? Because we were going off of 2022 figures. They would put it at 6.8 million. It's probably gone up since then. Mm-hmm. Um, many people in government contracts have performance bonuses linked to their annual review up to 5%. Um, has it been paid to anyone in years citing salary freezes? But Scott, I'm going to ask about this. I'll try to see what I can find out for you. But I'm not surprised that it hasn't been paid because, again, the civil service um, is always talking about they, they're not got the money. Some departments are, are working their poor people to the bones because they can't hire anybody else because they say they don't have the money. And yet you see the elected arm prepared to waste over $7 million. You know, some of those people, same people, like, why don't you just hire a few more Caymanians in certain departments? Because we need the help. Oh, sorry. Oh, he said they wasted money on climate change. I didn't even see that. Okay. Thank you, Adonza, for clarifying, because I did not see that comment. But, yeah. Hmm. What a mess. Um, But... What do you mean they wasted money on climate change? The government not spending money on climate change. We didn't even have a ministry related to the environment or climate resilience or anything until this last term. And I sincerely doubt they're wasting any money on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what made Chris Saunders' comments about installing performance scheme. There already is one that they don't honor. Okay, let me see what I can find out because I'm afraid I don't know very much about this. So I will certainly find out. So um, someone is saying the current number is 4,500. No, that's that's as of 2022. So that's not the current number. That's, that's according to the Auditor General's report from 2022. So, I mean, we can ask. Let me see if I can find that out. Um, how many civil servants are there currently? We can try to find out, but that that was from their auditor general's report. 
Okay. I'll see if I can get a more up-to-date figure. Speaking of things that are not up-to-date. Um, someone says, I think throughout the year, the civil service was mumbling about a cost of living adjustment and it didn't happen. I think this is the new government's way of making up for that. But that's not going to, one-off payment isn't going to help with the cost of living adjustment. If you check over the years, the civil service gets some sort of a raised stroke increment and sometimes retro. But again, that freeze has been in place for many, many years. So I don't know about that. But let's find out. I know during COVID, they did a little something, something for certain people. Um, what on earth is this? This person says, good morning, honey. Um, she was going through a very bad divorce. Um, I believe she has alcoholic issues and used to be, oh, geez, I'm peace. I'm, I'm aware of some of that, but because those matters are of a legal family matter before the courts, I have chosen not to make that part of the conversation this morning. But I am aware. Somebody says, is the water authority getting the $1,500? Well, I mean, you know, it's up in the air now. Who's going to get it? We would have to ask the water authority. Um, Because, you know, they tell them to go find the money. So I don't know. It seems a bit unfair, though, that people don't even know. Um, what about the lady I sent you information on with the acupuncture that claims she's a doctor and that isn't? I think she's the same one, you know. Like I said, I'm in the early stages of my investigations. And I didn't realize you had sent me anything on this, by the way. Resend it. Because that might be next week's show. This person says, freeness is nice until it come back to bite you. Um, this person says that Water Authority actually gives their staff a $1,200 bonus. So would they still be entitled to the $1,500 as some people are asking? Wow, Water Authority is rolling like that? They can get bonuses? Mess with them. Hmm. I don't know. Not the pensioners. Not Oh, sorry. Not including pensioners is discrimination. Yep. Somebody says give the pensioners a bonus too. Cha. Tell them. This person says the HSA just repainted and is updating all facilities. Highly doubt that they'll find $1,500 for over 900 employees because they're actually one of the biggest, if not the biggest, um, SAGC in terms of staff complement. They got a lot of people working HSA. So this person says doubt they'll have over $1,900, or sorry, highly doubt they'll find $1,500 for over 900 employees for Christmas. Plus, they still owe some departments COVID money. <laughs> Leave it to these donkeys to put even more financial pressure on government entities. They owe people COVID money? What do you mean COVID money? Like staff or who? Mm. That's interesting. Hmm. Might have to look that one up too. Y'all be giving me little nuggets of information. I got to pay attention around here because I might miss something. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I think I think that it is an undue burden. 
that this government, whether they recognize it or not, have now placed all government entities in. And um, I do believe that it is quite unfortunate. And they shouldn't have done it, in my humble opinion. But that's interesting about the HSA. I'll certainly make some inquiries about that. Um, This person says, I'm hearing that chief officers are told to find the money in their current budgets. What do what you expect from people who prior to being elected were in the on the verge of bankruptcy? They're not going to stop until they put the country in bankruptcy. <laughs> 56 million for less than 300 children. That's the entire school population for the BRAC. Yeah, that's what she wants to spend. And you know, 56 million, that's going to go upwards of 75 million for that school. Meanwhile, Cayman schools are busting at the seams. John Gray is overflowing and Clifton Hunter is full with non-working AC. And our poor children, let me throw this into the mix. We can talk about this on tomorrow's show. Um, somebody said do a poll on this, but our poor children are, um, our poor children are complaining and they're messaging me by email, complaining about the food, the new free food, because nothing ain't free. But the new food the government is paying millions of dollars for at John Gray, they're complaining they're getting sick off the food, like physically sick. And food is being undercooked and all kinds of stuff. I was like, what? Are you kidding? Huh? They said the food was a better quality when it wasn't being provided for free. Wow. Mm-mm. Mm. What a hot mess. <sighs> mm, mm, mm. Well, honey chow, authorities always pay better than the civil service, says one person. Somebody else, somebody else said, what authority? No, they get a bonus. Um... Mm -mm. This person says, love the topic this morning. Even some massage and beauty therapists and hairdressers, WRC needs to do extensive background checks. Seriously. They don't have the correct qualifications and falsely uh, and falsify and then get hired. Performing services and clients that require experience and make it bad for us that are qualified. It's the same as a nurse with false qualifications. I mean, I've heard of some of y'all messed up people here and messed up people children here. Mm -hmm. This person says, oh, scary. With business licenses after, oh, with business license after your three months, Grace, and you have not paid your license, you're struck from the register. Teachers do the same, go, go to government. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, oh, okay, uh-huh, uh, somebody said that she used to be at Doctor's Express when she first arrived in Ireland, that's shameful, mm -hmm. um, oh, this is a question for HSA, we shall ask them directly. 
Yes, sir. What about the teacher at Prospect Primary sent home? She's still getting paid and will also get the Christmas bonus here on a work permit. Well, government doesn't need work permits for their workers, but um, this is the one with the slapping incident. By the way, did y'all know there was another incident recently with a biting or something? And a kid got slapped for that too. I don't even know. What a hot mess. Somebody said, do a poll on that, honey chow. How many, again, okay, we got a couple of polls that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 and yep. All right, folks, that's it. It is Wednesday, hump day Wednesday. What a beautiful day. Um, We'll continue to expose people. I don't really care, like I said, who they are. It is just, not, I, don't, I don't get concerned with that. If you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong, and if you got to go, you got to go. We need to be spending some $1,500 on uh, one-way tickets out of here. Pew! Straight to the UK. Pew! Straight to America. Pew! Straight to Canada. Anywhere you want to go, we'll give you a one-way ticket to get the heck out of here if you're not on the up and up. So, tomorrow's show, Marquette, we're going to talk about this food situation. I'm wishing you guys an absolutely beautiful uh, Wednesday, please be safe on the roadways. Looks like the, the weather looks like Christmas breeze is in full effect. Uh, please be safe. Take care of yourselves. And we'll be back here tomorrow morning. Shining the light. That day like cockroaches, child. Once you shine a light, they go scurrying all over the place. They start hiding. And we're going to continue to shine the light in some of these situations. Y'all have a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Cold Hard Truth on Bobo 89.1 FM. Cayman's number one talk show is live weekdays from 7.30 a.m. Never miss an episode again. Watch anytime on CMR's Facebook and YouTube channels for the latest show episodes. Don't forget to follow us online on our social media channels and visit CaymanMarlRoad.com for all the latest news and community happenings. 